This is Alt Haven's exclusive live stream of Predation. If you're eager to witness the live action firsthand, join us on Twitch every Monday night at 6pm PST on twitch.tv slash Althaven. If you're savoring what you hear and want more captivating content, explore Althaven's other remarkable podcasts, like $2 Creature Feature and Pest Control. Our extensive backlog spans from the mystical realms of ghosts, werewolves, and vampires to the cosmic adventures of Star Trek and the heroic tales of superheroes. Your support is invaluable to Alt Haven, and we appreciate every moment you spend with us. Thank you for being part of our Haven. Welcome back to the Cretaceous era, everyone. Getting a little bit of a late start tonight, but this is Legacy of Silver Creek, and we are back here with the Stream Punks. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody. That's going to be tomorrow. If uh, I can, which I can go ahead and segue into our very first announcement. If you are a member of the Streampunks Discord, if you are a supporter um, at the $10 level, the I believe it's champion is what we named that. The $10 level. Um, do I have that wrong, Sam? Do you happen to remember? Sam's going to go double check. Companion it's been a hot tier. minute, okay? We came up I don't with like have 30 to different companion tier. Companion tier, okay. We yeah, came like up a dino. Like, what's that? Like a dino, companion. Like a dino, companion tier. <laughs> we came up with like 30 different names for the tiers. And uh, I, I always. Uh, ADHD my way through which one did we pick again like three years later so um yeah if you're at the companion level tier uh which is ten dollars um we are going to be doing our Halloween game for those of you who are staying in tomorrow night and ingesting copious amounts of candy corn like me and if you're a hater of candy corn please send them my way um then uh we are going to be uh playing a Halloween game over in the discord it'll be me Noir Panita and Noir and Anita and that's it nobody else all, all, all four of us, all six of us. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm not letting, I'm not, no, Sam's going to be there. I'm not letting Sam off. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. We'll be playing Monster of the Week. So if you are staying in for Halloween, do join us. It'd be cool to have you guys uh, pop in. Uh, the VOD will be available for those of y'all who have missed it and who have plans and social lives. I'm like me. So that's the only announcement that I had this evening. I'm going to pass it off. Anybody else have anything they'd like to announce? Anything they'd like to get? Oh, fine. Go ahead, Caitlin. Hi. Uh, in the topic of spooky season, uh, Thin Places Radio episode uh, 022 came out on Friday, and yeah. then I had to unpublish it and put it back out again because yeah. I only exported the credits. Woo! So anyways, <laughs> it's out now, uh, and if you are a listener, I would re uh, recommend refreshing your feed before you try to listen to it, because otherwise you're just going to hear the credits. Um, but uh, otherwise, we'll be back for the next episode next week. Things are getting weird, and uh, if you need something kind of spooky, kind of calm to listen to over the Halloween week, uh, you should check it out. Sweet. Okay. Thank you, Caitlin. Anybody else have anything there? Yeah, Cynthia. Mine's kind of specific, but if you are in the San Antonio area this weekend, I will be in San Antonio playing a vampire LARP put on by By Night Studios, and I'll be playing your prince. So if you're in the area and want to come see me in real person, real live, come join. Uh, tickets are available on By Night Studios, all the social medias, and their website. There you have it. Awesome, man. I'm so jealous. I miss my hometown so much. I miss it. I love it. You're on the Riverwalk, right? Are you guys right next to the Riverwalk? Oh. Yeah, we're going to be at Hotel Valencia. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. Man. Oh, I'm so jealous. I miss I miss my hometown. All right. Well, cool. Anybody else have any other announcements that would make me happy yet miserable? Anyone? Anyone at all? Sam's brightening up, so that must be something. <laughs> yes, Sam? Well... Now that I have been a little off-put by the notion I will, in fact, be exposed to spoopies, 
tomorrow. I guess that's happening. Uh, but if you don't have enough yet in your role play, you might want some in your science. Um, Every week at 8 a.m. Pacific time, I share a newly published finding in the scientific literature. And tomorrow, Tuesday at 8 a.m., I found a lovely little potted one. Uh, so you can check out all the archives of my extant science on youtube.com slash at lovely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y. And you can join us for the live stream. Uh, for a uh, special episode. And that's um, all we're gonna do, right? No other no other scary things, right? No other scary things, good! I'm so glad to hear that, I'm so excited! No other scary things at all. Let's go ahead and jump into tonight's chapter of Legacy of Silver Creek. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're gonna go ahead and jump right back into the game where we left off, which was at sort of a crossroads for the group as y'all's party has been divided. Um, half of you guys are at Sati Site 000E. Well, I shouldn't say half. I would say most of you all are at Sati Site 000E, while the one of you, along with a companion, is off trying to sort of lead everyone else astray. Now, just as a quick refresher, though, it is worth noting that Ozzy does have the device. So it is, in fact, in the hands of Ozzy, who is moved in the opposite direction of the Sati bunker. However, at the Sati bunker itself, complications have arisen in the fact that the butterflies apparently somehow knew you guys were here or that you were coming here or knew to track you, or maybe they were waiting in the tree line. You don't know. You had an encounter with one of the members of the butterflies a very big burly fellow named Krishad, who at least one of you, Clover, knows quite well from, or at least has heard of or is familiar with. Krishad is a rider on the back of a very large T-Rex and kind of just laid down a little bit of the intimidation factor and threatened and is hinting that he will be returning. When you all arrived, you learned about Krishad. You learned about what you think might be a limited time frame into, into which the butterflies might return. Right now, last we talked on the subject, Zach is very anxious and wanting to get you all out of here as quickly as possible to complete whatever mission you're here for, find out whatever you need to know, and then get out of here. Um, the, the sort of strike team that Krishad is a part of is a small group of butterflies who are known for being the tip of the spear when it comes to taking care of business on behalf of the butterflies. He is one of three riders who uh, his companion is a T-Rex. T-Rexes, of course, as we all know from our childhood to now, are incredibly deadly and very dangerous and you don't want to mess with them. Um, to come across four riders of the butterflies that are using T-Rex, these, these are their elite soldiers. So the concept right now is that y'all need to get out of here Get your business done and get out of here. But when we last left off, there was a bit of an argument taking place. Um, Zach was kind of, kind of martyring himself a little bit because there was this deep concern that he was going to have to, he could not save the group from themselves since they were all so deeply inclined to constantly put themselves in danger. And since he couldn't talk them out of it, he was going to basically throw himself on the sword if he had to protect, if that's what it took for them to protect. This, of course, spurred a little bit of an argument between him and Clover. And while this was happening, Dahlia 
saw what appeared to be an apparition of herself in the hallways leading deeper into the bunker. And without any hesitation, the apparition moving into the hallway, Dahlia thought to follow and has set off into the hallways, following down into these darkened corridors that have not been lit for some time. Following this, you're not sure what it is, Dahlia, but whoever she is, she looks exactly like you, and she seems to want you to follow her. She looks like uh, she looks like a a slightly older version of you, something very similar to what you've been seeing in these dreams you've been having, these visions. Wearing very similar clothes to what you've seen in some of the visions. So are there time shenanigans? We don't know. We just know that Dahlia has decided to go follow this unusual event and occurrence. And only, if I remember correctly, right when we left that, you guys had only just noticed that Dahlia wasn't that if I remember correctly, some of y'all decided to go and follow after. Was that correct? I so, followed Dahlia. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then I believe uh, Clover and Zach were, had had their brief conversation. And then Clover had something that she was planning on doing. Yeah. When so they split. But I don't remember what she was doing. This is easy because um, since we don't have a Lisa tonight, it's easy enough to just say that Clover is going to stay behind and futz with this computer to see if mm -hmm. she can get this up and going. Because Clover is completely hooked on this computer right now. <laughs> this is a big science machine. Um, while all of that is happening, on the opposite end of the valley where you all are, this this huge open space between the this essentially this giant gap in the Red Jaw Wilds where Silver Creek rests. On the other side of Silver Creek, just across the river, heading back, more of the mystery is slowly being in, unwound or possibly tangled up even more. This gentleman that you've encountered, um, Orega, he is been doing slow reveals about this device and how much he needs it to get home. He seems to suggest that he's been very vague about specifically where he is from and what he does and those sorts of things. Um, but suspicions of, suspicions are certainly in the air, but he has not been very forthcoming as to where his allegiance really lies. He seems to he's not a butterfly, apparently, and has been kind of blending in somehow, somehow has managed to blend into that and has passed himself off as a butterfly. It still kind of defies logic how that would be even possible but it seems like he's done it. And right now he is convinced both Ozzy and um, I think Ozzy and Tara both are, it might be, it might be a bit presumptuous to say you're convinced, but at the very least you're headed back with him because he's revealed that the really needs to get that device to Sati site 000E. He's also made a strange offer of taking you with him, Ozzy, if you were interested. But he hasn't explained where that is, where that goes. So we're going to pick up tonight with Ozzy on the way back to the Sati site. You guys have crossed the river once again. It is late at this point, and it is still post-rain. So to set the stage, just so we remember where we left off, when, it, when the sun went down and the moon came up, you guys departed Silver Creek and split, using the cover of dark to try to get to your destinations without encountering another butterflies. 
travel has been done in both different directions. It's probably about three in the morning at this point, three thirty or so in the morning. So it's quite late. It has been a long day. And to make things even worse, because it is post rain weather and because the hurricane that blew through here has finally moved out and the land is beginning to settle, the, the occasional fat drops of rain slapping against these great big blades of grass that are all waist high as you're all moving through them have been replaced by a slow rolling fog that has started to settle in and humidity that has started to gather. Anybody who is native to Silver Creek, aka Terra, has already begun to warn both you and Orega that come sunup, this place is going to be darkened with mosquitoes that in the aftermath of that rain it'll take all of a few hours before this entire area near the swamp as she's it's the three of you are kind of trudging through um she is murmuring just like i just got to get away from the swamp i don't even care where we go i just got to get away from the swamp she's just here saying that to herself over and over and over again so as we push through I'm going to ask Ozzy to make a perception check. So any kind of like awareness or perception of what's going on. Is it related to noticing dangers? Uh, it's not, thankfully. Wow. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah. Uh, what's the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty of this is two. So Vern isn't going to be able to help you on this one. Vern is, no, it is not. Yeah. Vern is well, crunching through what... It, Appears to be another insect that Vern has caught. Ah, okay. Because yeah. got it. <laughs> 19. Okay. 19. Um, so with the 19, I'm going to say that despite the disadvantages that are currently piled up against you, specifically the moonless night, the cloud cover, and the fog that's rolled in, Ozzy, you have actually done a pretty good job keeping your eye on the tree lines and the horizon and getting a general sense of which direction to go perhaps maybe it's your osteon abilities that are kind of latent maybe also helping direct you but for whatever reason you know the direction you're going without having to get lost without adding any further complications and indeed at one point it starts to become apparent to you ozzy as you're trudging through this thick grass and hearing the squishing of the mud underneath your feet orega and Tara appear to be constantly looking in your direction. You have assumed the role of leader at this point as the three of you are trudging through. <laughs> um, also, it is also worth noting that um, kind of trailing around, not necessarily next to you guys, but kind of following slowly is a raptor that belongs to Orega. He has, this raptor has not really assumed a role of walking by you all, but is kind of like lingering off in the distance. And it will occasionally get close and much like a much like a like a neighborhood cat that doesn't that really wants your attention but don't you touch me it's kind of the same attitude that you get from the raptor the raptor kind of continues to move alongside orega does not seem to be concerned on a scale of bambi to dakota how big is this raptor raptor's about seven feet standing full at its full height so it is. It is. Uh, it is much more akin to a Deinonychus than anything. Yeah. Else. No, is, we're practically at Condition Utah here. All right. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is a deadly raptor. Um, it was capable of carrying a rider. So. Yeah, it, fair enough. Yeah. So Orega came riding in on one of these guys. 
Um, but yeah, it's acting kind of standoffish, not necessarily friendly or hostile, but it, it does follow the group. And when you all stop to take a break or for or just like to get some water out of your canteens, the raptor will sort of kind of walk in a circle and sniff around for a second and act like it's not interested. And as soon as you all start up again, it'll continue to follow after you. Norega looks back at him from time to time. So you made friends not too long ago, I presume. How'd you manage that? Oh, this one? He glances yeah. back. I really don't know, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Just seemed to take to me. Did the butterflies teach you how to get along with dinos, or? For the most part, yes. They had to refresh my memory. Refresh. It's been a while since I've been around dinos, as they say. Oh, so have uh, you come and visited uh, Dino Times before? Dino Times? How come uh, Gravac wasn't inaccessible to you? He kind of squints his eyes as he regards you, openly casting a suspicion on you. <laughs> But it, you get the impression it's slightly playful in nature as he eyes you for a moment and says, what the, exactly are you asking me? Well, Gravac was inaccessible, but you're here. Oh. I th think I understand. I don't. Can you explain it? Sorry, what I mean is, I think I understand what you think you understand. <laughs> you think I'm a time traveler. Yeah. <sighs> Are you? That's a very difficult question to answer. See, for most people, that answer is just a pretty easy no. Yeah. Not me, though. No. So, I... is it kind of time or kind of travel? Which bit's fuzzy for you? Little A, little B. <laughs> I understand this. This is going to be a very frustrating conversation. So let me tell you what I can tell you, and then we can take it from there. Sure. Um, uh, there is a kind of temporal element to what it is that I do. Uh, there is a uh, definitely a travel element to what it is that I do. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know really how to... I've never had this conversation before. <laughs> it's new to me. I don't know how much I can truly help you understand oh i'm really used to people uh explaining things that are over my head go for it i don't really even know where to start i'm not from i'm not from gravac and i think i can play it safe and leave it there maybe ask me something else already knew that 
Fine. What do you call the weird thing that was around your neck? What weird thing that was around my neck? Like a kind of strip of cloth thing. Strip of cloth? It's like he was choking you. Oh, maybe I shouldn't ask that. Hmm. Yeah, like went around you... here, went down to there. He doesn't seem to understand. He kind of glances at you for a moment and says, it's possible you've eaten a mushroom or maybe something that uh, hasn't agreed with you. After that one time, I'm really, really careful now. Ah. He glances over at Tara, who's not really paying attention. Tara mostly is just keeping her eye out as you guys are trudging through. Um, you guys can see, by the way, off in the distance, far, far to your left, the small little firefly lights of Silver Creek. Probably about a mile and a half away to your left now as you're passing by where you came from. To your right, to give you some perspective, to your right, you're probably about a mile away from Jaeger Swamp to your right. So south of you right now is Silver Creek as you're kind of passing through. You're in that sort of middle area in a safe zone. So nothing to worry about. No big scaly things coming at you tonight. However, uh, Tara looks like she is very much on alert, just the way Zach asked her to be. She's stopping every now and then to look around, but she does not take her eye off the raptor. She keeps looking back at it. And she's also oblivious to your conversation because as she leans into you, Ozzy, you get the impression she hasn't heard a thing that you two have been talking about. She says, so long as that raptor's on our side, I think it's going to scare away just about anything that wants to come around and fuck with us. Uh, as long as it's on our side. Maybe, 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 maybe. She just goes back to keeping her eye on it and walking. Um, can I lean in? Just like I'll, I'll take like those two quick trip steps to catch up and, and uh -huh. lean in and and. You could beat it in a fight, though, right? Raptor. Yeah. She takes one more glance over at it, and she looks at you and just goes. She says, "If the raptor attacks you, run." Do not look back. But you can take it in a fight, though, right? Ozzy, no. I can't. Zach wouldn't be able to take it in a fight. That's a full-blown... That is a raptor. That If that thing comes at us, you run. Your best chance of survival is that it gets satisfied with me. Or him. Don't worry, Tara. I run slower than you. It's completely situational, Ozzy. You wouldn't say that if you've seen me run. Uh, do you have a water filter? I'm kind of running low. She pulls out a cantina and hands it to you. Cantina, I should say, and hands it to you. And she, she says, it's completely situational because when a raptor attacks, it decides what the situation is. Just keep an eye out. I have a feeling the reason why it hasn't jumped at us yet is because the other one isn't around anymore. Despite the fact that they're killing machines, raptors don't like to attack unless they got their pack nearby. Fair enough. I guess we're kind of the same way. Do not. Very much so. Hmm. God damn, I wish Atticus was here right about now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Atticus, that's the um the the big one, right? I think I saw Atticus when I ran into Zach earlier. Oh wow. You really have been uh, paying attention. Hmm? No, People it's... around here are good at with names. Hmm. So uh are we going to be running into Zach when we get to the bunker? Will he be there? I don't know. Maybe. Um, a good chunk of the time, someone seems to go wandering off in, in directions away from Zach. And then Zach's like, <gasps> uh, let's just get there then. He All right. You guys continue to trudge on through the wetlands, pushing closer and closer to the Red Jaw Wilds. Right now, in the time frame of the game, an encounter with a T-Rex is happening at the bunker. To give you an idea of where you are in relation to events that are happening across the way. That being said, we're going to jump ahead now to the events that are taking place at the bunker as we left them. And we're going to start with Dahlia, who is reaching the edge of where the light reaches inside this corridor there is detritus and all sorts of like rusted and used pieces of tech that are unrecognizable littering the hallways there are things that look like gurneys that have been folded over and kind of just left discarded also a lot of signs that creatures have made their homes in here lots of webs Lots of signs of insects, uh, lots of signs of animals. You're coming across this starting to look like a metal cave is what it's starting to look like. And yet the other version of you just walks fearlessly into the dark right ahead of you and kind of fades from view as you move closer. Now, if I remember correctly, one of you at least, and I believe it was actually Joe, made a mention that they actually had a light on them. Yes, yeah. Okay. I, I believe torches were also passed out, but Joe does have a, little, a small lamp or something right, okay. to that effect. Okay, okay, cool. So, um, Zach, Clover has decided to stay behind and work on this mainframe. What are you doing while all this is happening? Um. So, last we saw Zach, he was just kind of spreading out his weaponry. Mm -hmm. um, and now he's got a, he's got He's putting it uh, on his person and act uh, uh, in, in a way where he can grab it when he needs it. So, uh, shield in hand, chainsaw in the other hand, uh, bow and quiver on the back, and now he's simply scoping out uh, entry points to find uh, if these guys come where they most likely to come. Okay. Um, just from your point of view, Zach, so far, all you can see is the only way to access this place is through the incredibly defensible area of having to scale that 80-foot climb on a rope to get to the lip of the entryway. So if nothing else, if they do decide to come moving in here, their T-Rex ain't coming inside. Um, what it looks like is that's probably, at least at the moment, that's the only entryway that you can see from where you are. doesn't look like there's any other way into this place. Most of it looks like it's buried either from seismic activity over the past century, or maybe there was an accident or an explosion, but it looks like most of it's been buried. 
Um, it's also kind of awe-inspiring, Zach. You're standing inside what would be considered sort of a a temple to your ancestors. This is where the first commuters built one of the original bunkers. So all around you are artifacts of an age that does not exist, at least in the timeline that you live in now. You're muted. Sorry about that. Uh, I think with the setup the way it is, um, uh, he, he'll actually put the shield and the chainsaw on a table next to him in an area where he can, where he could get the best visibility on anybody climbing. Um, but before he sets down to just go full sentry, he wants to make sure that there aren't any other entryways that he that somebody could flank him with right so once he, once he's once he's uh confirmed that the only way up is that rope then he's going full century uh it's just gonna keep an eye uh, to make sure nobody can get up there okay uh with bow and uh bow and arrow in hand so are you so then are you you're stay you're basically gonna just stay here then while all of this is happening um I, I'm, he's going looking for the uh, going looking to make sure there are no other entries first. Gotcha. Okay. So then, the only other place to go then is out of the room and into the corridor where everyone else has wandered into. Yeah, then it's probably he, he, he's going in there for a specific purpose. Right. He's okay. Not gonna like lollygag. In which case, if you enter into that corridor at this point, um, Dahlia, you're gonna see the the lights from the lamps kind of shining on the walls and all in front of you, you see them kind of bouncing on the shoulders and being held as they walk behind you from a distance. They're closing in, but your party is basically trying to catch up. You're actually able to see a little bit further down the corridor where she is walking and you can still see her. Curiously enough, she is manifesting to you like she is physically there. So the light's touching her and you're, you lose sight of her when she steps into the darkness. Uh, I'm going to call out to her. Hello. She pauses and looks back at you and just nods and then turns back and continues to walk. Okay, that's not helpful. When you, the lot of you begin to push your way closer. First of all, I should say that you all hear that Dolly is talking to somebody. But you don't see anyone down the corridor. As you continue pushing your way into the darkness, though, and you're catching up to Dahlia, you're starting to see that there are multiple rooms down here. This place looks like a slightly more futuristic version of a fallout shelter. And you're walking past on this graded catwalk. You're walking past these open doors to what looks like may have been once facilities or server rooms or some kind of like research area. A lot of it looks like it's been damaged and whatnot but it's hard to say but at one point zach you would spot as you were moving through this darkened corridor to your right you see one of the rooms you walk past looks like it may have been a possibly a barracks of some kind you can see what's apparently looks like stacks and stacks of these shelves that must have been bedding that stack up towards the ceiling where people could rest and recuperate each of you are getting the impression that this place was as much of a domicile as it was a research station. 
a bunch of people in one place generally means that someone had to do security. So in this look for uh, another uh, entryway, uh, I think he's going to scrounge for anything that might be useful in, mm -hmm. for defense, uh, flares, uh, any kind of fire starting equipment. Uh, the fire will help with the T-Rexes. Uh, that's that's where he's his mind is focused right now. Yeah, uh, and and any other weapons that pass out to the non-combatants just so they have some method of defense. Okay, in which case I'm going to treat that like you're searching for a cipher. Woo! Let's do it. It's very know, rare in it. it's very <laughs> rare in predation to do a search for cipher role when uh, you're not near a time anomaly. And at least as far as you can tell, there is none nearby. But here we go. Um, so go ahead and make me a difficulty three check here. And this is going to be an intellect-based roll. So that means I need to uh, get at least nine, right? Uh, that's, that's correct, that yes. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm I, I'm learning. Yep. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think an ox. Would we mind too terribly if one were to use an ox point? I love that y'all are doing this on the regular now because there are <laughs> there are so many wonderful supporters out there that are giving us their blessings. So let's go ahead and cue that up. So you want to use an ox point? Yeah. Let's shout somebody out. Yeah. Let's shout somebody out. Let me pull this up. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, big shout out tonight to uh, one uh, randomly rolled uh, K Kato, aka Kato. All right, Kato, it's you and me. We got this. We're in this mm. together. If I fail, it's your fault. It's your fault, uh, Kato. Oh, uh, that's you're... a bad twenty. <laughs> Kato's not going to suffer any said, of our bullshit. The dice said, "Don't you dare! Don't yeah. you dare speak ill not of our Kato. ox crew." Of Kato, no. aka Kato. Um, <laughs> It was such a disrespectful D20. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was actual 22. It, was it rolled twice 20. and it was like, here I am. Yeah, it was a fucking 20. Think about it. Totally it totally was. Yeah. <laughs> it totally was. All right. All right, Kato. All right. So do me a favor. Roll a D6. Okay. Let me. Uh, I have those ready. Oh, here they are in this drawer. Uh, uh, that'll be a four. Four. Okay. Uh, that's going to be... Okay, so now roll me a d10. Ooh, I've got that all decked, too. Thank you, Vampire the Master. <laughs> uh, that's a nine. A nine? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the, the way the voice rolls when I said nine. <laughs> what is that? Roll a d6, oh. if you would, please. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to use a different die. Let's this see. This is another Ooh. black hole bomb cipher system. <laughs> You're pretty. Oh, six. Okay, so this is a level 11 cipher. Is that good? No, I'm sorry. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is level 11, but it's not a cipher. It's an artifact. Am I going to die? <laughs> Terrible. You it's find... Good. Oh, okay. When activated, this device unfolds into the size and shape of a pterosaur. It can soar, guide, and fly under remote control of a user up to a mile away, records and projects images directly into the skin of the user as commanded. 
Robo Kimmy. Tiny device. It's yes, it's basically a small drone version. Um, every time you use it, you roll a d20. Um, and if you ever roll a one, it becomes depleted. Otherwise, okay. you can use it as often as you like. And because it's level 11, that is the challenge rating that people have to roll against to see it, to hit it, to any of uh, that is how difficult this device is. So basically, you find what looks like a small folded black glossy cube like device. It, it almost looks like a it's thin enough that it almost looks like a square. And as you pick it up and kind of look at it for a second, all of a sudden, like liquid metal, it splits into a seam down the from one corner to the next and folds open like origami. And opening out of it, you see what could be best described as a little cybernetic-looking pterosaur that stands up into the palm of your hand and folds its wings down. Its eyes begin, you see them like red little beads of light activate inside of its metallic-looking skull, and it stands there. So, like, when he picks it up and it starts to fold into, like, liquid metal and origami, he drops it and, like, scoots back. You drop um, it and it just unfolds itself. <laughs> like, pointing his arrow at it. And it just... It unfolds. It's about this big. It unfolds. You can see just a few feet away is this a very small, black, glossy-looking... Uh, something very similar to the device itself, but this looks like it has more of a glass casing. It looks kind of like a deactivated iPhone. <laughs> and it's just kind of laying there off to the side. Um it comes to life too. Like this little data pad just goes, you see it load up and it says unit online. And it shows that it is blinking in standby mode. This thing has been powered off for probably about a hundred years and it's still at full charge. And the little pterosaur turns and faces you and stands there. I, I don't know. What the hell this is? Okay. Um, go cube. To go back. Go back to cube. Please. It does not move. It just stands uh, there. You just see the little that device next to it about uh, that where it didn't drop off, <laughs> where it didn't drop onto the floor. The device that you found uh, sitting next to it is blinking right now. It says standing by. Oh, uh, uh, he's going to pick it up. You pick it up and it immediately starts flashing like five different languages. You see English is on there, though. So you're able to understand a few of them. You see Chinese. You do remember seeing some of that in Dr. Molina's some of Dr. Molina's research material. Um, looks like, looks like the language that she was talking about. It's gonna, gonna tap it when it's English. You just go, uh, cube. Go, go cube. <laughs> uh, I think, of, <laughs> I think eventually he's just gonna like, mess around <laughs> okay you touch it and you see a menu open up and oh. you see please speak your commands go cube sorry but that is not a valid command stop being a pterosaur invalid command 
okay, uh, fly on my shoulder. You see the wings just start going like a hummingbirds, and it just and it flies over and just goes and this retracts and sits there. It clenches onto your shoulder with just the right amount of pressure that it's not uncomfortable and it's stock still. But looks like a looks like a little black glossy Decepticon just sitting on your shoulder in the shape of a pterosaur. Stay quiet, survey, surveil the area, and return if intruders appear. Sentinel mode activated. It takes off again. Starts to buzz. You see it start to go kind of go wavy for a second. The air around it begins to go into this sort of weird distortion and it vanishes in front of you. And you see a live feed of what it's seeing and the buzzing sound goes into a low hum and it flies out of the room. Presumably. Because that's what you're seeing on the device. You don't see it anymore. Uh, as it flies out of the room, you see it stop and take stock. You see your other two companions further down the corridor now, shining lights. Uh, Dolly is calling out to somebody. And then it turns back around and zips back into the main room where you see Clover on her back in, like, her head underneath one of the consoles and she's rewiring something. I... I'll never let anyone know how useful this could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, artifacts are no joke. And in Cypher System, artifacts are the best valued thing you can get. They are not single use. You get to keep them until they are expended. So, Yeah, Zach is stressing. <laughs> You're looking <laughs> hey, at this thing. You, bas you basically have a cloaked drone that you can send wherever you want. Oh, this is awful. Up to a mile away. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, I I guess now that he can kind of keep an eye on the entrance remotely. Oh, yeah. Because it zips <laughs> right. If you want it to, you give it the command, it'll zip right out and just watch everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's the command he's going to give it. He's just going to stick with the crew and keep his melee weapons on his person. Okay. It just. Perfect. Yeah. Roll a d20. Here we go. That's an 18. And you can use this nonstop for the rest of this entire scene. Oh my! And it God. will it will watch everything that is happening outside from from cloak. It is a, keep in mind that like technically, technically, if you're not in the superhero genre, the highest level you can go is ten. This is an eleventh level cipher, which means it is theoretically impossible for anything inside this world to be able to detect it it is um outside of being able to visually spot it so it's zipping around um with that you continue following him in dahlia you have right now joe is backing you up she comes back and right like running up right behind you just as you guys are reaching the end of the hallway the end of the hallway looks like there are two very large sealed double doors um and an access panel that looks like it's been deactivated um joe joe you you can yeah are you seeing what i'm seeing um uh, a door with a dead access panel no no it was oh, a dahlia thing yeah you don't oh no see it. no yeah okay great well um do i know if 
my older self went through these doors? You don't, but your instinct is telling you that that's the only weird place she could have gone. Okay. Uh, Joe, do you know how to get through these access panels? Um, I guess only one way to find out. Uh, I'm going to take a look. All right. So you move over to the access panel, Joe, and the first thing you notice as you shine light across the dusty surface of this thing is that there is a disturbance of dust all over it. It looks like a handprint. The handprint itself has a layer of dust on it. So it was done some time ago, but not so far as a hundred years ago. Someone's been here relatively recently. If you want to try to wire it, you can make an intellect check if you have anything that would help you. Yes. Okay. Um, so what is my difficulty? Uh, difficulty of this... <laughs> Sati Tech, it's powered down. Um, I'm going to set the difficulty of this at five. Cool. Okay. Um, so it is not easy, but then again, you're Joe. We'll find out. Uh, okay. So my tech toolkit is huh? an asset on tech tasks. Okay. Um, so that docks me down to four. I have a, I am specialized in computer systems. This counts, yeah. So down to two. Uh, you know, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna recant that because you're okay. technically you're trying to hardwire something, so it's not necessarily. Oh yeah, this would not, be the. This, this would be, be more of this would, yeah. Would I get anything for it being Sati Tech? This is the tech I'd even if it's a little older. It's the type of tech I'd be familiar with. That's something that you could. Uh, this is something that oh, I could actually, train in. That's, That's what yeah. I was going to say. This yeah. is an aspect where it's a perfect opportunity to use a, a player intrusion, and you can mm -hmm. make that true, in which case you would instantly gain training in Sati Tech for the rest of the scene. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that would that would be something that you could use as an asset for everything in this facility. Well, I'm out, of, I'm out of XP, so I, <laughs> I just level up. Um, well, you can, spend, you can spend an aux point. If you want. How many uh, can you, okay. So I have an ability that functions as an asset. If I've used an asset, can I also use that ability? Uh, so a quick study, when you take a round to study, whatever's in front of you and gain the facts, you feel more confident what you're about, that you're about to do the right thing. You gain an asset on your next non-combat action. Like if I've just used tech toolkit as an asset, can I use that? Oh no, you can only use one asset. One asset. Or, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, is that wrong? Can you use I thought two? it was two stacks of asset. You might be right. Let me do a Because Sweet Baby check. was an asset and then uh, my Right. I'm remembering this now. One sec. It's been a hot minute. Um, assets. Okay. Damn it. I, I just, I love how MCG puts all of these brilliant sidebars and everything. Um, assets can never ease a task by more than two steps. And any more than two steps uh, from an asset doesn't count. So technically, uh, let's see. Appropriate assets vary a task. The perfect owl. Okay, so an asset is anything that helps. Yep, yep, like a crowbar. Uh, I'm trying to get into a door. Uh, appropriate vary from task to task. The perfect owl might help with the woodworking. Yeah, sure, it doesn't make blah, blah, blah. An asset usually eases the task. Um, so then it doesn't It doesn't seem to specify. I think, I think what it is is... Uh, Using skills, assets, and efforts, you can ease a task. Oh, so you can only use a skill, an asset, and an effort. 
And the maximum you can ease a task is a, is of 10 steps. Whoa. The maximum amount you can, according to the rules on page 209. So. Right. So that um, makes sense if it's six uh, levels of effort because you can only go to tier six, mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. stacks of skills and two stacks of asset. Right. So yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. So that's going to drop it down to a nine. Okay. Um, and then um, I have a skill in manual dexterity slash finesse, which is her like technical skills working with uh, like bio, like she has bio, bio sure, a steady cybernetics. Hand. Yeah, yeah. Her steady hand. Sure. Does, would that count here? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I'd let that count. You're going to need that. So it drops it yeah. down to two. Yeah. And then I'm going to spend to drop at a level. Okay. That'll drop it down to one. And then I'm just going to roll from there. I okay. can drop so it another one, but I'm going to need a three or better. Yeah. Not one, not one. Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's dusty in here. <laughs> yeah, your allergies are getting in the way. Yeah, it takes you a minute, but it you do gain access. You see there is actually, uh, to your surprise, Joe, this place has power. It looks like it's on Whoa. standby mode. Like it's been out of use for so long, but you, you can't imagine. Either this place has been running on low power mode for 100 years, or somebody activated this place recently. But rewiring this, you're able to easily gain access. And Cynthia, you, Dahlia just basically sees those doors go slide open. Awesome. Dahlia doesn't even think. She just keeps walking straight slide ahead. Slide right in. Um, <laughs> make me a perception check, Dahlia. Eek. And you can absolutely, what is your Osteon ability that lets you see? Yeah, this is uh, yeah. the unseen. See it unseen, yeah. Uh-huh. What does it let you do again? You can automatically perceive creatures and objects that are normally invisible, out of phase, or only partially in this universe. When looking for things more conventionally hidden, the task is eased. Okay, cool. That's what you want. So um, the difficulty of this is five. It's automatically going to drop down to four. Okay. And this is for perception. Oh, okay. drop it one more because you've got light in here, thanks to Joe. Yeah. So drop it down to three. So you need a nine or better right now without spending on anything. I got a five. Oh, okay, so you walk right on in. <laughs> <laughs> you stride into the big dark room that has been sealed away from the light of day for over a hundred years. With I don't think Joe's. I think I, I don't think Joe's even fall. I think she's still like inspecting the door. Like, right. and Dahlia just walks. In. <laughs> yeah, Dahlia walks in completely confident that nothing has moved in since since uh since. Since you've uh, found this place, it, I'm sure it's completely vacant inside. I'm sure nothing is in here. Um, no. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dolly, you straight into the room. First thing you notice is this place looks like NASA control room. You just see row and row and row of what looks like computer consoles for teams of people to be working at. And all of them are caked in dust and disrepair. Is there you a power on button? Um, there are vaguely glowing lights that are kind of, you can see the lights glowing underneath the smudges of these ancient buttons that have not been pressed in some time. Um, which one is powering them up? You're not sure. It might be one of those situations where you just tap the keyboard to get the computer to wake up. You're not sure. Um, <laughs> you just walk over and immediately start slapping the keyboards. Um, yeah, all right. space bar. Just tap it a couple times. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you start pressing buttons. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm totally so, not Kermit the Frog right now. No, you're you're 100 the Chaos Goose as you walk over and just start just tapping these buttons left and right. Um, you see the computer does start to light up. Just <laughs> as the computer consoles begin to glow and light up, um, you see yourself as approaching you from the darkness, just stepping out as the ambient light begins to glow around her. And she steps forward and comes to a stop about 10 feet away from you. So you're going to talk now? Or you just I like to be mysterious. Head? I like to sort of, you know, get you to follow. So that oh way. Oh my God. <laughs> you speak. Okay, great. Who are you? I'm somebody who's marveling at the fact that you were so me. Because when I first saw you, I was like, is she really going to just start pressing those buttons? And there you did it. You just did it. Well, like, we're totally twins here. So I'm not even sure that this is, like, I, I don't even know. Like, am I looking at some sort of, like, time anomaly here? Like, what is going on? I know. It's a little confusing. I'm going to try to explain as much as I can. There's only so much I can go into. But I'm going to do the best I can to sort of, like, mitigate how irritating it is. Great. Yeah. So, um, first of all. I need you to close the doors behind you. And I know that's weird, but I need you to close the doors behind you. But my colleagues are here. Yeah, that's why. I need them to stay out. Okay. Uh, yeah. close how the do doors. How, oh my God, like, how do I do this? <laughs> Keep pressing the buttons. You'll find something. <laughs> you just start slapping the... And <laughs> she just watches you with some amusement on her face. And she goes, I really hope that one of those closes the door. Um, yeah, me too. I'm sorry. I just like to imagine this is when Zach finally makes it back to the rest of the group. Yeah. And it's just a door in his face. <laughs> um, yeah. At, at this point, Joe, I think if you've, this is probably a safe spot to where you could either look into the room or hear what's going on. But apparently. She, she hears for sure. But I think she's stuck on the fact that there's power here and so i think she's just not really gotten up from where she was like squatting down and tinkering Completely and trying to fair. see where it connects i think that's where she's paused um but so she hears dahlia talking but dahlia's been talking this whole time so yeah. like she, it's the it's the i hear what she's saying and i will i will parse it later like like in five minutes when something changes i will play back and i will okay i'll remember everything that she had said but in the moment i'm more just like categorize like cataloging it in the back while i'm <laughs> looking mm -hmm. at other stuff <laughs> She reaches down finally and just presses a button and the doors begin to close. Oh, oh, Dahlia, Dahlia, Dahlia. It is closing and she's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, make me a perception check if you would, please, Joe. And um, I'm, the difficulty, I, I'm, the difficulty is going to be outrageously high. Amazing. Perfect. I love that for me. Um, so I'm going to set the difficulty at seven. Okay. It might just fail. We'll find out. Um, That's 21. So unless you spend. Yeah. Um, Are you tier two now with your yeah. spends? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So that's good to know, at least. It is within just, the range of possibility for you then. Yeah. Just, I just hit tier two. So that's why I have no XP. Um, let's see. Okay. None of that helps. None just of so that the audience helps. knows, who else here is tier two now? Who Who done leveled up? All right, oh, cool. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. I did it at the beginning of the game. <laughs> you, you, you might you might be relieved to hear this, Noir, but in Cypher System, jumping tiers is actually not as important as you think it is, yeah. believe it or not. Um, 
you can actually do quite a, you, you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish as a tier one with just a couple of story points. I just couldn't, I was, I had was maxed out on XP. I couldn't get any more XP. Yeah. So I had to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Um, uh, investigation, I have an scientific investigation no. is my skill. No, so this I don't is totally, so. this is totally to see if you catch a sight of something. Um, let's make it possible and we'll see. I'll, I'll dunk an intellect. Yeah, let's, let's drop it too. Just make it, make it feasible. Okay. So that's with an edge of two, that's three points for, to drop it to two levels. Uh, so it's it's three points to drop at the first level and two points to drop at the second, and that's not subtracting your edge. Yeah, and with an edge of two, that's three total. Then, right? Yes, that's correct because it okay. only edge will only subtract from the first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so that puts me at fifteen or better. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Until you level your edge up, in which case you can just keep going with yeah, it. But yeah. 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 Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. All right. Seventeen. Amazing. You hit formidable. You hit a difficulty. You needed a 21. You dropped it down to five. Is that correct? Because you're tier yeah. two. So you yeah. got it down to, and you rolled a 17. <laughs> Joe, as the doors are closing, Cynthia is standing in front of Cynthia. You, in the game? you see the woman that Cynthia is talking to. Cynthia is standing in front of a version of herself. And the door closes. And I think Zach walks up. Like <laughs> Zach walks up at about the point where you see, yeah, Joe is just kind of staring at the door that just closed. You, in front you of her. see her like, oh, 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 and then like freeze as the doors close, and then is just kind of like standing there, like nose to the door, kind of a few inches away. We don't have any way to open that door, do we? Um, while well, I got it open the first time, there's two of her there's two of who dahlia i look over at him um i can barely withstand the one please <laughs> please tell me that this is some sort of misunderstanding no well i mean just we don't have any understanding i would say at all of this current situation but i mean not that i don't believe her when she says things because she sees them and therefore they're real to her at the very least and that has merit to me as she is my friend but um i've not ever seen any of the dahlia things until today actually now uh two or three times which is quite a lot for me um but there were two of her um and now thinking back on it i think she shut the door Um, I'll work on it. And Joe's going to go down and start seeing if she can open it. I'm just going to pull out my little controller and just mm -hmm. take a look at what my <laughs> little friend is seeing. Your little friend is seeing with perfect night vision an over, uh, like an overview of the area that you are in right now. It basically is just circling around. You see the exterior of Sati Site 000E. You also see what looks like you, you do see movement down below. There is something moving around down there. Oh. 
know. I wouldn't know if it were a T-Rex, but I should go to investigate. Joe. <clears throat> yes. There's movement below. Uh, I'm just going to kind of show the screen. Ooh, I think she's immediately. <laughs> Joe, it's a piece of Satie tech. That much yeah. you can tell. And it looks like it's fully operational. It is a rare piece Whoa. of tech. You don't know what it is, but it's got an aerial view, a perfect aerial view of outside. This is even better than... Do you have this connected to suites? How did you do that? No, don't touch it. Um, it's... There's... It's liquid metal that shaped itself into a pterosaur. Um, oh, an old, like an old surveillance drone. I've That's named very cool. it. I've named it Paka. That's very sweet. Lots of people like to name their 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 uh, vehicles and and pieces of technology. I I've I've not I think I'm not very good at deciding things, but it's a good name. Right. Well, Paka's picked up some movement, so I'm going to go investigate. If I don't return within the next twenty minutes. You force that door open, and I don't care if you have to wrangle Dahlia. You start to make your way back. I okay. I would say make a quick perception check. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, and Which this, one? This is gonna be this is gonna be pretty easy. I would say this is a two, but I gotta leave. Oh. I gotta leave room for failure here because it's entirely possible. Okay, uh, how's a seven do you? Seven, just like Caitlin, beats the difficulty by one. So, oh. <laughs> um, yes, because a two is a six, so you needed six or better. So you barely. That's right. Um, yeah, the movement you see down below, you're uh, just, just as you are starting to make assumptions that it could be a thing, since you are using this incredibly advanced surveillance tech, you do have eyes on what's moving around down there. So the next piece of information that comes to you, uh, I would say, Zach, you're able to immediately add two and two together to see to know what it is you're seeing, because a, an exceptionally large trike emerges from the tree line. And it takes you a moment to notice that it's Atticus, and the smaller one looks like a very agitated and confused Bruno, who has made his way back <laughs> after running for his life, and is now and is now looking around for Dahlia. <laughs> and it's, Atticus has just come wandering up. So the two dinos are kind of outside. <sighs> he, he, he takes a deep breath and puts the weapons away and goes, it's Atticus and the others. I'm going to welcome them in and let them know the situation. If you are able to wrangle Dahlia by chance, though, that still would be nice. Um, working, working on it. Um, like I said, got her open once before. Um, this feels pointed, and she's gonna <laughs> go back and start trying to work on it again. Right. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, the um, the the door is secured. It is locked. Can I make it not that? <laughs> uh, I know can, I left myself out here on purpose, but now Joe wants to certainly try. It is a formidable task yet again. It is a difficulty seven. Okay. Okay. So um, some kind of security mechanism has been activated on the door and it is keeping it sealed. Okay. 
So since it's I've like reconnected it now, can I use computer systems? <laughs> yes. Now you are now you are talking about getting into the software of it. So yes. Yeah. Now you can use cool. computer systems. Okay, sorry. What's my what's my number again? Uh it's difficulty seven. So it's you're starting seven, at a okay. you're starting at a target number of twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seven down to five with my computer systems so it is drops two, it down so. to fifteen. Um I've studied it. My quick can I use my quick study again? The the ability because I have if you spend time looking at a, a thing you understand it, it eases the difficulty. I think that narratively makes sense. You did just got done digging through its guts. So Yeah. Yeah. Um and then my tech kit. Mm-hmm. Tech kit's always gonna come in handy here. Um, and I can only use one. Skill. Well, actually, does it though? Because the tech kit is mostly used for repairs and hardware Let stuff. See. It's not exactly like a data pad that you can hack into. Asset them. on tech tasks. This counts. It's vague enough. <laughs> where I think I, the truth is, is yeah, using any kind of computer software or hardware, you're trying to break into it. You're that would be a tech task for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. You can use two then, assets to you can use skill up to specialization so you okay i've got that already yeah. then and then i will spend spend one okay so what's that drop it down to two two so six or better yeah six or better from a 21 yeah. nicely done this is what joe does <laughs> i love to anyone who's seen me play cypher before I, I love I live in the Sam school of of I love to be really good at the thing that yeah. I'm really good at. I mean the, the 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 seductive thing about Cypher system is it gives you the option of succeeding often, but you gotta mm -hmm. be willing to pay for it. Oh, what'd you roll? <laughs> One baby. Let's go. Intrusion. Let's go. Yeah. The hallway turns red. Yeah. As all of a sudden the entire base goes into lockdown. You see some of the doors go start sliding closed. And you all hear this muffled, static, deadened computer voice speaking through broken speakers and sound systems throughout the entirety of the facility. But it's it's been shattered by the passage of time. And you're, all you're hearing is... <laughs> Joe just like slowly and guiltily looks over her shoulder at Zach. What did you do? At, at the end of the hallway, as soon as you ask that question, the two of you hear the sounds of wall panels folding open and the whirring and buzzing sounds of some kind of machinery emerging from the walls. Immediately jump in front of Joe with shield out. Um, you immediately jump in front of Joe with the shield out and mm -hmm. you see what undoubtedly looks like robotic humanoid objects emerging from the walls with weapons. And they, like drones, begin to turn and move into the direction of the two of you. How close are we to the uh, entrance where you have to climb up? That is on the other side of these other drones. Side. About yep. about maybe I would say uh, close to a hundred feet down the corridor. We're at the end of the hallway. Yeah, we're at that. We're at the dead yep. end. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to charge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so with that, Zach, you raise up your solar chainsaw and charge into battle, and you watch this happening, Cho. On the other side of the door, <laughs> on the other side of the door, um, there is a small smile that comes over the face of the older Dahlia. 
as she looks up at you after the door closes and she goes, there, now we can talk in private. Um, okay, like, are we sure this is going to be a safe situation that I no. just shut out my friends? No, no, no. Well, it's not, I don't, I don't know that it's going to be safe for them. I guess it depends on what they do. And then a few moments later, the lights go red. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, no, it's not going to be safe for them. What? I, like, start trying to hit, like, buttons to try to, like, open things up. She just watches you and she goes, yeah, they activated the alarm systems. Can I deactivate them from here? She says, probably, but I don't know how. You're it's... not useful. She shrugs and says, do you have the device on you? What device? The little device that you've been seeing that connects to time anomalies and does weird things. You have such a one-tracked mind. Oh my she gosh. <sighs> I do. Uh, um, no, I don't. No, I don't have that on me. Why would I? They don't trust me with the tech. I don't think you should know that. <laughs> I don't know. Ask yourself. Where is it if you don't have it? Oh, with somebody else? Who? Ozzy? Talia, she seizes you by the throat. Her hand launches out and grabs hold of your neck, and you are lifted clear of the ground. Okay, okay, tap, 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 tap. Okay, how are you this strong? <laughs> he looks you in the eyes and says, why did I even build you? What, <laughs> what good are you to me? Excuse me? <laughs> All for nothing. What a waste of time. I am not a waste of time. You won't be. I'm going to try to salvage this situation. We are going to watch. And she forcibly pushes you down in the chair, grabs you by your hair, and pulls your head and activates a monitor where you see Zach and, jo uh, Zach and Joe outside the doors defending themselves against an onslaught of what looks like drones that are armed to the teeth. She goes, we're going to watch them die. And once what? they're no. dead, you're going to tell me where the device is. And then I... I'm going to scrap you the way I should have the moment I made you. Um, I am definitely going to do something about this. This is not cool to be referred to as such. Okay. I have a gun on me. <laughs> oh, that's right. You do. Yes. I have a practice and I have practice with light weapon. And also, what can you remind me again what my cipher does? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, your cipher, if I remember correctly, your cipher allows you to cloak things, make things invisible if you touch them. Okay. Good to know. Yep. Yeah. Her strength is formidable as she holds you in place, roughly, forcing you to watch the monitor. Okay, you're, I, I basically kind of like in a like murmured voice, you're not like me, you're, you're terrible. Turn around and grab the gun and I'm going to try to shoot at it. You are at point blank range and she does not know you have that gun. It's easy enough to press it right up against her and pull the trigger. <laughs> so I'm going to set the difficulty of this. This is a very unique role because of the situation you are in. Um, I'm going to set the difficulty of this role at uh i'm gonna set it at a one you just need a three or better 
you've got her dead to rights. She's just standing over you. You roll a five. <laughs> Y'all like to just get it in under the skin of your teeth, no matter what the role is. You just seem to love to do that. We here for the drama. <laughs> All right. Um, one second. All right. Okay, so you pull the trigger. What's it is a small handgun, so it does two points damage. If that's if I'm correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is a popping sound as you fire at point blank range up against her sternum, and it's enough to knock her away from you. So she releases your head as she stumbles back and glances down at her chest. You see her form ripples. It just goes. Whoop. Like her skin, her face, her features, it all just kind of ripples across her body for a second as she looks down. How did you do that? Magic, bitch. <laughs> um, while this is all happening, outside, you come strolling up, Ozzy, reaching Sati Site 000E. There's a couple of things that you need to be aware of as you come striding up. First, you see Atticus and Bruno are outside. Um, Atticus looks completely disinterested in you. doesn't seem to give a damn that you're here and is kind of sniffing at what looks like a very large piece of foliage before taste testing it. Uh, Bruno, on the other hand, looks agitated and is looking at you for answers. Like somehow you're supposed to know something, but you have no idea what. You do see... A few other things that would be in place would be the vine or perhaps rope that is hanging out of the facility itself. And if you make a perception check, I'll give you some more information to give you a kind of an idea of what the hell is going on out here. What's the difficulty? A difficulty. Uh, oh, because you got a 19 earlier. So I'm going to set the difficulty of this at three. Oh, thank you. So difficulty, you need a nine or better. For a moment, all I could see was the zero, and I was <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure dice don't roll that, uh, but it's because it's got little crackleys in uh -huh. it to be all Cretaceous flavored, uh, and then it was a one. So a one and a zero, um, so a 10, which is more oh, than okay. nine. <laughs> but continuing the trend. Um, you can see the T-Rex footprints outside. They do not look old at all, but there's no way that thing moves through here without leaving some trace of it, but you see the T-Rex footprints. <laughs> Those are definitely out here. Um, and then you see a reddish light glowing on the inside of the facility suddenly and start hearing strange muffled noises. As you come uh, striding up, the raptor that's been following you keeps sudden distance as Atticus is there. Atticus just looks up kind of disinterested at the raptor and the raptor kind of stays the proximity. But... While this is happening, Orvega strides up and looks at the facility and goes, what the hell? As he's looking inside, Tara looks over at him and says, do you know what the hell that is? What's going on? And he goes, "Someone, someone's activated the security in the bunker. What kind of security is in the bunker? I don't know. I've been smart enough to avoid activating it. Uh, what could something like that do? I have no idea. Would you know how to stop it if we My got it in there? Break it. 
If your friends are inside, maybe they've already done it. Uh, Joe could, if anyone. Um. What do you want to do? Huh. Um. What do I want to do? <laughs> um. Yeah. I want to have a nice strawberry lemonade. Uh. At Kaleno, but none of that's going to happen right now. So I guess I'm about to go fail a climb check of some kind. <laughs> okay. Um, 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 I we... would like, if possible, uh, as, as I pass my way to the vine, um, to give Atticus the traditional Atticus. Okay. Thank you. Atticus uh, is very, like, in, in pure, in, in the finest Atticus fashion, the trike is completely disinterested. Yep. And the moment you show lot. him any kind of attention, the only acknowledgement you get is a hot blast of of air coming out of his nostrils. Just like, you know, a horse that kind of is like, yeah, I see you. <laughs> Just nostril jet stream. And he goes back to chewing on this plant. Um, I'm gonna go check on her. Okay. All right. Make me a roll. The difficulty uh, you're gonna need, uh, you're gonna need a four. So difficulty four check, you're gonna need 12 or better to get F. up this <laughs> um is the vine an asset uh i believe i did count it as an asset i'm suddenly remembering that it's a bit high so i'm gonna say yes so why don't we just go ahead and say that the difficulty will drop it to three make it nine or better um if i ask tara for a boost uh, I mean, it's an 80 foot climb, so she can certainly get you started. <laughs> That's five feet. I won't have to climb myself. Buddy. I'm not going to count that as an asset, though. <laughs> Acceptable. But do I get a non-mechanical, like, whoop from Tara? Sure. Yeah. She'll hoist you up. Thank you. you onto the rope. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I just want that for myself. That's fair. Yeah. Gives you a little bit of no. That's a hard no. But not okay. a boost boost. I, okay, I slide cool. right back down. Well, no, it's not, you're not going to necessarily fail the climb, but it's going to take you a hot minute to get up there now because you're not going to get, you're trying to get up there as this alarm is going off and things have become complicated. So. Oh, oh, um, I probably, if I slip, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cause, uh, humid. Right. Moving. Mm -hmm. Scared. Um, I'm gonna just rub my hands, uh, on the ground for a chalk effect. A little bit. Try to get grippier, and then I'll and then I'll give it another try. I'll go. I'll I'll proceed to innovative. I'll let you use that as an asset. Oh, thank you. That's one hundred percent going to help you keep keep your grip on that rope. Okay. So I'll let you roll here again in a second. Technically, since you're trying again and you're trying to use the exact same stat to get up, the difficulty should technically go up by one. So then the uh, using the asset would mitigate that. But now it's going to be a little harder to get up there if you're trying to get up there in the right time frame. Because it's this is one of those things where it's a roll. It's it is a success with cost. So if you yeah. manage to, if you are I'm sorry, a failure, uh, yeah, success at cost. So you are still going to be able to get up there. It's just, are you going to get up there in time? Do you have yeah. like a try something new? Like, uh, yeah. But the, the thing here? is, um, it's learning new things. Oh, you're, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, and okay. there's absolutely no way that uh, Ozzy has never tried climbing because joe likes climbing Fair enough and so Fair ozzy enough. absolutely uh has participated in joe's hobbies yeah um makes sense yeah yeah can joe be an asset from afar from past climbing 
it's you are an emotional non-mechanical asset uh who enables me to make this check and and further who motivates me uh there too um i would put might into this y'all but i have like a sneeze and a half in that pool and i might need those for hit points who knows yeah I couldn't tell what it was, and for a moment it looked like a five again, but it's a 14. These are ambiguous dice in retrospect, yeah, these, but like I got the there. like the toy with your emotions tonight. They do. Okay, What's so you managed to start pulling yourself up the rope. Tara joins quickly behind you, as does Orega, as they're trying to pull themselves up. Orega, you can hear him muttering something, but you can't understand what it's what's happening. Inside the facility, though, uh, these machines are moving towards uh, both Joe and Zach with the intent to kill, and on the other side of that door is this copy of dahlia that apparently wants her dead and we are going to pause there for our 10 minute break and we come back we've got a three sectioned action round it's going to be coming Ooh, my up. favorite <laughs> yeah Ooh. so stay tuned we'll see you guys in about 10 minutes now a quick message during the break to help us continue producing shows like this consider supporting alt haven on ko-fi your contributions keep the haven alive and if you're not already part of our vibrant community, join us on Discord. It's the best way to stay updated on upcoming shows and events. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to jump right back in where we left off, which was at a pretty critical moment since uh, it looks like the party is once again divided in multiple ways and are trying to uh, essentially fight for their lives. We're going to start with, uh, we're going to sort of just back it from the entryway of what's going on to the front so right now we have scaling the side of the wall <laughs> the scaling this rock wall to try to get back into the bunker is ozzy currently pulling yourself up the rope um behind you is tara who is also eager to get up this thing and the three of you are climbing where i'm going to put that in what is probably going to be an initiative role here in a second is i'm going to say that by the time this first round comes to an end um, you guys will be reaching the top. It's kind of a quick climb for y'all, especially because I think you were, you well, actually, you were about to roll again, weren't you? We actually had you get, did you already, oh no, you already did roll and you actually- the 14. You, yeah, yeah, the, ambiguous right. you the 14, you got it. So then, yeah, you're going to reach, we'll say uh, with the 14 and actually succeeding at the retry, you're going to get there at the top of the second round. You're going to be able to pull yourself up and over. Um with that, I think what we're going to do is we're going to start in the corridor, and then from the corridor, we'll move into what's going on inside uh, with the Cynthia, uh, the Cynthias, <laughs> the Dahlias that are uh, currently in the process of having uh, some girl time, apparently, as they're trying to shoot each other, kill each other, strangle each other. Um, yeah, good stuff. So let's go ahead and let me just pull this up here. And get us ready to go. Um, very eager to see you in action here, Zach, as we're getting, uh, we're actually finally getting. Let's see. Here we Watch, I rolled nothing but woods after talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then now I went and said that. So, of course. <laughs> of course. Okay, here we go. All right. Um, Zach, emerging from the walls, you see what look like some pretty obvious synthetic android robotic security systems you've never seen anything like this before in your life growing up in silver creek you've seen sati tech before but you've never seen anything walking holding weapons like this and the rifles they're holding 
that's really what draws your attention because each rifle looks like it's an advanced satie sort of plasma rifle of some kind the way it lights up way more advanced than anything you've ever gone up against there are four of them total and they are advancing on you joe 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 tell me what where to hit um i didn't take that ability uh (laughs) 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 i almost did and i didn't um um would these are old so i it's this is too fast for joe to think um and so i think all she can't even think like through anything past oh danger oh we're in danger oh we're Mm -hmm. in danger um and she goes oh central processing units are usually in the core of the human body so like the heart maybe area i don't know i don't know and like is trying to like back up and is like uh uh, pulling out uh, trying to like put her toolkit into an area so she's just going to tell you to hit dead center it's initiative rolls initiative rolls all around for everybody Mm -hmm. yep Uh, yep. all right so what is what yeah yeah the difficulty of this roll is drum roll oh that's easy okay so it's um <laughs> it's nine no i'm just kidding um yeah difficulty is four so you need a 12 or better cheapers okay i have to remember what they just it does again give me just a second yeah one of your you have some you have some stuff for for while you look at that um question for eric mm-hmm. with my empirical inability um, whenever I, uh, if you have a, whenever I get a GM intru- or just any type of intrusion, any action you take in response is one step more difficult. Would you say this is in response to my intrusion? Oh, is the a uh, yes. Or, it absolutely or would is. it be, or is it going to be a, te- does it have to be related to tech stuff? No, this is a, this is, this is the result of a GM intrusion. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So difficulty bigger for me. Yeah. So difficulty, <laughs> what is it? Five for you so 15 or better yeah <laughs> all right can i take an ox point actually yeah. no i like my inability i no, no i'm keeping i'm always <laughs> point on, on something yeah, that's no, actually gonna go be useful okay no, cool yeah. I'm very good all right. all right i'm gonna roll i haven't found it yet because the books they're different oh <laughs> uh- <laughs> yep so i, I encourage everyone roll. to use the most recent cypher system book because it's going to be the, uh, the one with the most. I've rolled a nat 20. Okay, so you're going to be going first. <laughs> I rolled um, a 17. I rolled a 19. Okay. <laughs> Look at this team go. Yeah. Okay, so what did you roll, Noir? 17. Okay, so these things look like synthetic life forms of some kind. They have the glossy uh, white casing on the outside that looks quite flexible, almost like it's hardened battle plastic of some kind. They don't have any details or features, but their faces look vaguely humanoid. And underneath the surface of this white plastic-like skin on the exterior, you can see underneath it a glowing blue light where the eyes would be. Very much like a sort of like a charging light underneath the skin of a phone or some such. They're walking these rifles that they're holding. They present in a very uniformed fashion as they raise them up. And just like the computer systems overhead that are speaking in this sort of garbled tone, they're speaking to you as they open fire. You get to go first, though. You all get initiative on your perspective, on your respective combat rounds. What would you like to do? Because you all got initiative, you guys get to decide who goes first and who wants to go first and what you do. How many are there, first of all? There are four total. Holy moly. Okay. Yep. 
Oh boy. Okay. Um, I, I, y'all, y'all want me to go first? I guess. <laughs> um, I know what I'm gonna do. It's not gonna help your situation at all, though. So. Oh, uh, we might as well go first, then. Um, I think so. Joe has like her own little like tech pad and she's like kind of like scrambling it out and she kind of starts pressing buttons to open and and, like takes one second to pull in uh and this like thin kind of like light kind of lines appear over her kind of uh uh, grid style Mm -hmm. um brighten and then like uh solidify and dim and only when she moves you can kind of see a shimmer i'm gonna use uh resonance field um i i can uh, a faint lines in a color you choose form a tracery over your entire body and emit a faint light. The effects last one minute whenever a creature within immediate range. Oh, it's immediate range. Boo. Okay, hold on. Um, never mind. Zach, do what you're gonna do. I'll go after you. <laughs> These okay. guys are ranged. I didn't uh, know through. Just for future reference, I found out what Dangerous does. It's a it's a one speed point uh, spend. Uh, your initiative task is eased, and you pay the cost each time this ability is used. But I have one speed edge, so Woo! I pay nothing. You got it, uh, yeah. All right, but I am. Uh, I am going to. I'm just going to go ahead and attack. Uh, I'm going to use one of my new skills, which is called Shut It Down. Uh, I have to spend two might. Uh, and what this does is uh, if you've been made aware of a non-biological element in a creature, you can pinpoint that place directly with your attack and attempt to disable it for one round. Shutting it, uh, shutting it down could have various effects depending on the purpose of the non-biological. For example, if it's a weapon, you disable it for one round. If it's a vital organ, you stun the creature for one round, so on and so forth. The GM will decide uh, what the part does and what the effect of shutting it down does. Okay. All right. And I'm going to attack with with the old chainsaw. Okay. Uh, Okay, Matt 20. Oh! <laughs> well then okay so i love this guy <laughs> wow okay so paint this picture for me using this ability called shut it down uh he's he charges and he's yelling joe where do i hit where do i hit joe goes the center <laughs> okay it just <laughs> digs the chainsaw in and kind of just is ripping and tearing Okay, so yeah, with a nat 20 Mm -hmm. for an attack, you have some options here, Zach. You can create a major effect, which is anything from disarm, impair, knockdown, and stun. Or you can choose to do plus four damage to whatever attack you're about to initiate against this thing. Those are some really good choices. Yeah. You've got those options. Oh, it is essentially God. a critical hit, so you get to decide. Well, it's already it's already going to be stunned because of shut it down. It's so true. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the extra damage. So uh, with the uh, solar okay. chainsaw, it's six points of damage plus four, uh, plus four. Uh, <laughs> it's eleven points. Yeah. Okay. One Wait, second. no, that's what. No, that's 10 points. 10 points? Six, Six plus four. four. Yeah, yeah, 10. Yeah, 10 points. Okay. Okay. So, 
Um, yeah, okay. So sparks fly as technology is ground and ripped as you shove this solar chainsaw into the chest of this machine that is just marching towards you. It looks like it's about to raise its rifle to try to point blank you, but as soon as it gets its gun even like marginally up to its shoulder to make the shot, this glowing blade slams into its chest and causes the entire machine to seize up. Its eyes look directly into yours with absolutely complete and total focus, almost like it's detached from what's happening to its body. However, it is stunned and heavily damaged. You also feel some resistance as you smash into this thing. Um, it does have an armor rating. So it actually... Uh, took three points less than what you dealt out to. Oh, me. I was saying it, it only up. took three. I was about to get. Oh so no 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 no! <laughs> no yeah yeah. <laughs> oh wow yeah no that would be an outrageously high armor rating oh in a God. cipher system game. But no, um, basically reduces the damage by three. But this thing kind of trembles and shakes as you've impaled it. it does not go down, however, as you smash it through its chest, doing that enormous amount of damage. It is still standing. Okay. I think. After is, that attack, he's just going to yell, Dahlia, it's time to go! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think Joe does have that moment of that I just had, which is, oh shit, this doesn't work for what I thought I was going to do, and like goes and uh, is going to, the way that she did in the swamp, like scan for tech, basically grab onto um, the closest one to Zach, uh, and I'm going to scramble machine. Ooh. Uh, you render one machine within short range, unable to function for one round. Alternatively, you can hinder any action by the machine or someone attempting to use the machine for one minute. Okay. I want to I want it to be unable to function for one round. Uh yeah, I think that'll I think that would count. So okay, so you need to does it say you need to land a hit or is it something you can just do? It says one intellect point, action to initiate. Or wait, two yeah. analog point action. Yeah, action to initiate. Okay, that's yeah. the whole. What I read is the whole description. So yeah, no, that's true. Then, then you can basically yes, you just do it then. Okay, so you spend that point, and it basically causes. Now, if I remember, so it stuns the machine. Just yeah, outright. um, one machine unable to function for one round, okay. or I can hinder any action by the machine or someone attempting to use it for a full minute. But I'm gonna do unable to move for one. Okay, minute. so two of them are stunned now. Yeah. So basically, you guys have crowd controlled two of them immediately right out of the gate as you smash mm -hmm. into these. Um, sparks begin to fly a little bit. The one you've managed to short circuit, though, Joe, you can tell it's already starting to compensate and yeah. and run a die She's and turn a diagnostic. In, yeah. 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 It's already starting to try to compensate for that. The two behind it are not reacting at all. They look like they are still dead set on killing. Mm -hmm. um, cool. So that's going to cool, be cool, 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 cool. y'all's round. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So with that, um, Dahlia. She is standing in front of you, looking down at her chest. You see her form is wavy, and you see like this sort of glowing grid play across her chest for a moment as it reconstitutes. And she glances down at her stomach and looks back up at you and asks, how did you do that? And you, of course, swear at her. Um, you have initiative. What would you like to do? Um, is there any like small object anywhere near me? Plenty. Plenty gonna... of like metal objects that are just laying about. I'm going to grab a small object and I'm going to yell at her and be like, did you see this in my hand? It's a bomb that I could set up at any moment. Okay. So I'm going to have you roll to try to convince her that you've got a bomb. You mm -hmm. were rolling against her difficulty, which if you haven't caught on yet, 
is seven. Mm-hmm. Let's lower um, that a little bit. I have slick. And she she is basically, for all intents and purposes, she seems to be you. So I'm going to give this an increased difficulty, and I'm bringing it up to eight. Okay. So right now, you've got the highest level I've thrown at the party so far. You need a 24 or better. Can so I bring it find, down? You've got to find ways to bring that down from heroic. This is a heroic level role for okay. a Cypher System game. Okay. So You're tier two of, now, right? So you can yes, conceivably pull this off. I can. I have a couple of different things that I'm trying to aim here. So first off, I have Slick. Okay. So I'm trained in all tasks, dealing with persuasion, bluffing, misdirection, deception. Right. Um, I have sleight of hand as well. So it's a physical action as well. So you're trained in all tasks dealing with all the stuff that I just said. Right. And the ability that I was going to activate if this is, if this works was Legerman's. So I'm going to actually like make her feel like she actually has this in, in, in her hand ish, if that works with this grid thing. <laughs> I think I understand what you mean. So you're, you're, you're trying to. What is the ability? I'm sorry. What is the ability again? So Ledgermans, I can perform small right. but seemingly impossible tricks. Okay. For example, I can make a small object in my hand disappear and move into a desired spot within reach, like a okay. pocket. Um, you can make someone believe that they have something in their possession that they do not have or vice versa. You can oh, switch is... similar objects right in front of someone's eyes. That is... <laughs> This is this is another instance where I'm like, this reminds me of how broken social combat is in, in Baldur's Gate 3, where if you just get really clever and hit a roll, you can do some pretty remarkable things. Okay, so you were about to try to convince a level 7 version of you that you brought a bomb with you and that it's been here the whole time, you're going to set it off. Mm -hmm. All right, so... Um, does that happen automatically? Does it let you just spend and get the ability? Is that what it says? How does one that work? speed point. One, what is it? One speed point. One speed point, and you can just instantly convince somebody you've got a bomb for one round? Okay. So the way I'm going to work that into the narrative is that with so much conviction in your voice, with so much certainty of what it is you're holding and the desperation of whatnot, it's going to delay her for a turn. So this turn, she's hesitating, maybe because she believes that she is just wild enough that she herself might do what you were doing. But whatever it is, you see the smugness, the certainty that she can absolutely destroy you. It wavers in front of you. You know your face better than anybody. Mm -hmm. And you know that blank stare of uncertainty that she is giving you right now as her eyes dart to the thing you're holding in your hand. That's not completely clear. She doesn't say anything. She freezes, though, and she stops. And just like the bots outside that are trying to kill everybody in the hallway for one round, she's not going to do anything. She just stares at it for a second and looks like she's trying to make up her mind of what she wants to do about this. Excellent. All right. So you've basically bought yourself a turn. I did. Um, can I use that turn to try to, like, while I'm, I'm misdirecting, which, by the way, I do have another thing that I can use while doing that um where'd it go so typically you only get an action a turn okay so uh but what else did you have in mind i just wanted to start feeling around for like behind me like for the buttons to like open the door. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay that is okay so there's actually examples of this. there's actually <laughs> examples of this in cypher system it's very similar to like when you're in a high-speed chase 
and you're trying to get your weapon out of your backpack in the passenger seat. You're basically doing two things at the same time. So uh, it's going to be a roll, but it's going to be at increased difficulty because you are doing something simultaneously as you are doing this off. So I'm going to set the difficulty of this at a five as you were just kind of behind you scrambling to press buttons and open a door. Okay. Um, So the difficulty is five. (laughs) And I'm going to say this is, there's no intellecting into this. This is a speed check. This is... Literally just trying to fumble around and find a button to press that's behind you and hope to the gods it's the door that uh, the button that opens the door. Can I use an ox point? Oh, yeah. If you want to use an ox point. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Chad is screaming, use an ox point. All right. This one is from Matt Smith, a.k.a. Guru Matt. Thank you, Guru Matt. So that's going to drop it from five down to four. You need a 12 or better. Okay. All right. All right. I have faith. I have faith. The heart out of curiosity. Oh, my God. Oh my god. What happened? I got a 13. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm not gonna not. at least it's not a GM intrusion and I don't have to I you know Han solo you where a second set of doors closes behind you or something. Um you are fumbling around behind, you start just tapping and pressing buttons. Um you hear good morning, doctor. <laughs> like the computer's static, like buzzing around you as uh, the automated system is responding, but it's warped and broken. You Nothing is opening the door as you're just like tapping it behind you, just like smashing against the buttons. Um, that is going to bring us to the end of the round, which is Ozzy. Um, Ozzy trying to mitigate how much you're hurting your tummy, pulling yourself over the lip of this metal uh, opening that is essentially the track for the, observ- the, the observatory that opens and closes. I have um, abs and I don't like it. Yeah, Ozzy, as you pull yourself over the lip, you manage to catch yourself because it's a 30-foot drop on the other side. And you just kind of like immediately feel that sort of like tense up as you grip the side and keep yourself from going over. You see Clover, though. Clover, who's standing there shocked, and Clover, who's picking up her weapon, she looks at you and she goes, Oh, my God! <laughs> when she oh sees God! you. <laughs> I don't What's know what's going, going on! on? Ah! What are you doing here? Um, I brought a time traveler. Okay. <laughs> and he's still climbing, though. <laughs> with that, I think trying to gauge what I think Eliza would do. Um, knowing Eliza Pearl, she would go into ass kicking mode and would probably charge into the hallway with her weapons. <laughs> so she goes, "The others are in here," and then without a second thought, she starts running through the door. Hey, it's okay. They're inside. <laughs> Tara goes, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yep. All right. Moving on in. Um, make me a strength check. Because stepping over and trying to lower yourself a 30-foot drop is no small feat. So strength check here is going to be, um, considering that it's not going to be as difficult as the climb up here was, I'm going to set the difficulty at here at three. Because there is rope on the other side that you're going down as well. That's how everybody got in. Well, Eric, you say it's no small feet, but may I counter? I have small feet. You do. You are small. That is so true. So surely it's easier. It is true. I'm gonna yeah, roll if I now. remember correctly, I could put my hand on your yeah. heel. Is, yeah. <laughs> my fingers <Yes>. are still. <laughs> I'm not a person that's for... Yep. <laughs> um. So, uh, is the rope an asset on the way down? Uh, yes, I'll count the rope as an asset on the way down. So then I will set the... What about my chalk? You're... All right. You're not going full Bonnie Gordon, but 
I will say yes. Yeah, Can I use he's... acrobatics? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually here, <laughs> it's entirely. Cool, I don't have it. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't. Um, yes, you can use. Uh, you can use the chalk as an asset. Okay. I'll let. I'll let Thank that happen. Thank you. Yeah. That was a ten on the dice, which is more than three. It is more than three. Okay, so then you are going to manage to lower yourself down. I don't have to roll for the NPCs because they are their levels. They auto succeed as they're on their way down. But um, you spend the end of your round basically crawling to the end of the other side. By the way, and at this point, you can hear the combat in the corridor at this point. So okay. um, that's going to bring it into your round. Uh, that means it is going to be their turn finally. And we are now in ouch mode because the two the two drones that are behind the two that have been stunned are still fully combat capable. And I'm going to initiate melee combat. Uh, uh, one of them is going to step up and attempt to grab hold of your arm that is currently holding this chainsaw as you've impaled its uh, the one that's in front of it. It lunges forward and grabs at you. Um, this is a defense check, so you're going to have to roll against its target number. You need a, a difficulty is four. You need a 12 or better as this thing lunges at you. But you All have right. speed defense, don't you? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, so that's going to drop by one. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what you get for listening to Sam. Thank so, you, Sam. So now you need a nine or better. Otherwise, this thing is going to grab hold of you. Ooh. All right, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's get it. Cool. All right, that is a 12. <laughs> a 12, okay. Um, this thing lunges for you, but you see it coming. I mean, it's pretty clunky as it's trying to force its way past the two that are in the front. So you take a step back just as this grip nearly grabs at your wrist and tries to yank your hand free of the chainsaw that you're using. The second one takes one sliding step backward and aims the rifle and opens fire on Joe. Um. Joe, it's the same thing. The target number four is this thing is shooting at you. Difficulty is four, so you need a 12 or better. I would like to take an ox group. <laughs> All right. Just please. Burning through those ox points. Uh, this one is yeah. from Breeks. Thank you Thank so much, you. Breeks, for saving our group here. So that's going to, an ox point is going to automatically lower it down to three. Mm -hmm. So you need a nine or better. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have anything else and i don't have a lot of speed um well okay now i'm gonna spend one i'm gonna drop one from speed you're gonna drop one from speed yeah okay so that's two six right uh that sh that sounds right so it's, okay. yeah it's, yeah that's right yeah. okay okay i believe in you <laughs> uh-oh yeah, what is that laugh? What does it mean? What does it mean? That's a five. <laughs> okay. You're being... We've been pushing it. We've been pushing it. Yeah, you can't you can't win them all. Ride the line. Too much. <laughs> all right. So with that, you are going to take do you have any armor on? No. <laughs> okay, you're taking you are taking four points of damage then to your might. Sick. Four points as this full spread of molten plasma fire opens up from the barrel of this this rifle that it has what's haunting okay. about it is how quiet it fires it's literally just a that's about the volume level as it pops open it's the hissing 
spatting sounds of this plasma smashing into the wall behind you and lighting it up, causing this steel behind you that the door turned molten red. The burning sensation on your shoulder as it hits you is gone in a flash. It feels, your body is tricked. It feels cold. Oh, no. But you can smell that you did not get coldified here. You got burnedified. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There is, that the pain is very quick. But you can tell you've been injured. Okay, Um, so I only had four might points. Um, Okay. (laughs) Then you are hailed. So what that means is with only four might points, you are going to drop down. So you're going to drop down into your, you're now, you are now impaired. Impaired, yeah. So what impaired does is uh, effort now costs you an additional point if you're going to spend any Mm -hmm. effort. Um, Also, 17, rolls of 17 or higher, they only ever do plus one point and you can do no minor or major effect. Cool, cool. So you are weakened. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, uh, which impaired means that you really took the hit, and you would see that, Zach. Joe just got grazed well, she pretty good. Hits the wall and is on her butt, like yeah. on the floor. Um, that's gonna be Ooh. there around uh in the other side of the room behind the door. The Dahlia is looking at the bomb. She glances at you and goes, "You're different. You're not like me." curious that's not how you were made real curious about being made made she's holding the bob in her hand yeah (laughs) she's looking at you very curiously right now that's her action though because she has been held off by the explosive that she thinks you're holding um, she doesn't know that you're hell- you know, she doesn't know that you're holding a jammy dodger and not a <laughs> and not an actual explosive. Um, all right. With that, we are at the top of the next round. Um, I'm gonna say just to speed things into this, that at the top of the next round, running into the corridor behind all of the bots, you see just over the shoulder of one of these uh, strange drones, Zach, is one of your companions. There she is, and all of her and all of her glory, Clover, just charging into battle. But as you spot Clover, you also spot that Clover has noticed just as she enters the corridor, two more of these drones that have just emerged from the walls behind her, and she whirls to face them. Um, that is also going to allow if you what would you like to do here, Ozzy? Because you are now also in the scene so if you would like to get involved this y'all have the initiative so you can do it you can do this however you want to do this Mm. um yeah okay uh i want to open my bag Oh. I... Oh, uh where is this going? Okay, you you want to open your bag? Uh, Go on. How uh how does this security system work? A basic question about a recent or current event, experience or person? 
Uh, Maybe I could see back to when it was set up and figure out how to turn it off. Ooh. Fascinating. So you're using your Osteon ability right now to try to sort of look back through time and figure out how this happened. Yeah, the device. So I, I just, I press the button and then I, I think about the thing and then I see, well, so far I've mostly just seen a guy with a thing around his neck and he won't tell me what it is, but yeah, no, uh, the, the, the security system. Okay. Do you get a roll for that? Or is that just something that you it's do? A by It's a, oh, it's a spend. Mm -hmm. Dude, those are awesome. Y'all are using mm -hmm. those to the maximum effect and that's really helpful here. <laughs> um, Okay. So you're trying to, okay, so you're getting a glimpse of what this place was like when Sati was still using it. Yep, the vision it provides is not always 100% correct or clear, but usually contains at least one bit of pertinent information. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Hmm. You got the GM thinking here. Because oh, no. that is a <laughs> lot. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. There's a reason everyone so, wants this device. <laughs> what's that? There's a reason everyone wants this device. It's yeah, there's device. a reason everyone wants this device. Okay. So for a second, your vision clouds. And it, it is it is almost anxiety inducing because everything you're seeing happening, you lose sight of it for a moment. So it's kind of like imagine driving really fast and seeing traffic coming forward, uh, coming towards you. And then all of a sudden your vision goes dark, but you can still hear that you're driving is kind of the sensation you experience right now as all of this is happening around you. But then the air changes and the heat gives way to a nice cool atmosphere. And it doesn't taste like dust anymore. It doesn't feel thick in your lungs. It doesn't want to choke you or make you feel like you need to cough. And the sounds of screaming in combat and the sounds of plasma rifles being fired in an echoing dark corridor just feet away from you. All of that bleeds away. And instead, what you hear is the warm laughter of colleagues telling a bad joke to another one. Um, you hear the sounds of what could be a, like a some kind of bird perhaps or bird like you've heard you know like an you know like a small raptor some kind cooing a very melodic very beautiful song and when your eyes adjust you find yourself standing right where you were but in a snapshot of what this place was a hundred years ago when it was in full operation you see sati employees moving past you lab coats of all ages um there's a gentleman who is currently uh, sipping a cup of coffee and having a conversation with a coworker who's sitting up on one of the consoles. And the old man is going, get off of that. You're going to hit something. You're going to set off the alarm. You glance over and you see a digital readout. And sure enough, as the person's getting up, you see activating the alarm and you hear a crystal clear voice that is now static and difficult to ascertain what it's saying. You hear security system operational. Drill online, activating drones. And use the old man goes, sips his coffee and goes, God damn it, Leo, I told you you were going to activate that thing. If that kills somebody, it's on you. And he turns around and he goes, I don't have enough regen gel to bring someone back from the dead more than once. And goes over and starts tapping into a couple of computer consoles. 
you see it's the console in the observatory room. It looks like he taps in a few buttons and he's like, you're lucky I've got my command access code here. We'd all be dead right about now. The gentleman that's getting up goes, you're being so dramatic. It's fine. We all have DNA clearance. They're not going to activate on us. Um, that particular moment, you see the alarms being powered down. And one other thing catches your attention um, when you see this. And I'd like you to make me a perception check. And the difficulty is three. Okay. I'm going to spend one and bring it down. Okay. You have my interest and my attention. And my intellect point. <laughs> and... But it was a 17, so, you know, we could have done all right. Yeah. Nonetheless, please proceed. All right. You are watching this exchange happen. And as it unfolds in front of you, you're starting to fall into that, that feeling of like, God, this was 100 years ago. This could, this could be right now. These people have no idea. They're probably long gone. It's hard to imagine like what must have happened to them. You allow yourself a moment of reflection as you look around. This is the first time you've seen an ancient Sati site. Um, you glance at all the faces of the scientists. And glancing right back at you is Dahlia. She's staring at you. She's wearing a lab coat. She's holding a data pad. And you see her staring at you like she can see you. You see her brow furrow. You wave and she says, how? And you lose the image. And you are back into this chaos of gunfire and combat all around you. Where's Dahlia? Dahlia can deactivate it. We need her. Shout down the hall. Okay. You guys uh, hear impossible to believe it's it's hard to believe but maybe to like an answered prayer you're pretty sure you just heard ozzy's voice shouting down the hall how to deactivate these things you just see joe like peeking out from but like to, like leaning to the side and you're behind like the leg huh <laughs> she locked herself in a room run where i just got down here <laughs> but that's a time tap's a full action so uh all these yeah. yeah. time tapped out <laughs> okay um in which case who's let's see who wants to go next then because it's still y'all's turn so y'all get to y'all still get to do something. I feel like Dahlia should go next, just to preemptively see what happens in that room. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so Dahlia, yeah, you're in the room. It's it, it, on her action; she is going to be able to move against you. Mm -hmm. So you've bought yourself the round that last round. You get to go now. So what would you like to do? Um, uh, I am actively going to look for the button to open the doors. Okay, uh, that's going to be a lot easier this time. So go ahead and make me another... I'll allow an intellect check on this one because now you're turning around and kind of 
trying to do the math real quick. Uh, I will warn you though, just as just as a warning as a GM, to whip around and look for the button, you're turning your back on her. So, <laughs> so, so just it's going to ease the difficulty in finding the, the way to get the door open, but it's going to affect like however this roll goes will affect how your next round ends up. Well, I'm a risk taker, so let's go. Okay. Uh, for right now, yes. Not in life, no. <laughs> oh, um, real quick too. Um, just as just real quick, Ozzy, did you were you using the device when you used that ability just now? Were you using that as an asset? Because um, you said you reached. Uh, into your well, yeah, that's 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 how Ozzy uses. Cool. Eric, people talk about uh, Ozzy having Ostian abilities. Ozzy thinks that's ridiculous, but the device is very helpful. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. All right. So go ahead and uh, in this case, Dahlia, go ahead and make that roll. The difficulty is reduced now. It's an intellect spin, but it is going to be it's still difficulty three. So you need a 12 or better right off the top. Can I use an ox point again? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, this one is Rogan27. Thank you so much for trying to save Dahlia. Let's see if it works. <laughs> it's oh, an no. 11. Oh, no. What is it with y'all on the ratio of one? Holy crap. Um, you turn your back on her, and what you see is a large panel filled with buttons and weird slots and devices you are completely shocked at what you're looking at it you don't even know where to start so you start doing what you were doing before and start like <laughs> like a kid that's playing street fighter 2 for the first time in their life you just start smashing everything you see if it can be pressed you're pressing it you just start <laughs> smashing down on this thing um that's your action for the round um excellent <laughs> Uh, so then we are back to Zach and we are back to Joe who are in Mortal Kombat right now. You like all the fighting game references I'm throwing at y'all tonight? Um, yeah. So who would like to go first out of the two of you? I'd like to go. Um, Zach, following his training and his instinct, is just going to back away uh, and completely cover uh, Joe. Um, just trying to make sure that there is no space for the uh, an attack to get to Joe. Uh -huh. if, um, so that is him foregoing an attack. Um, and it it may be pointless, but he is going to try and whistle for Kimmy. You know, aim high, right? Swing big. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, whistling for Kimmy is definitely going to be challenging because, mm -hmm. yeah, because she's she's going to be on the outside. So, okay. So I'm gonna okay. This is how I'm gonna swing this because I think you should have the opportunity to try it. Right. So, uh, the default difficulty of trying to get her to behave and do and to follow commands is three. With mm -hmm. the distance between the door and where Kimmy is right now, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna increase the difficulty by two. Okay. 
So it's going to be, right. so it's a five. I'm going to set the difficulty at five for this. All right. Um, now that I am tier two, I do have a new ability called Close Companion. You spend a lot of time with your companion, more so than most. And you have a tight bond. You have an asset on all interactions with your companion. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely going to come in handy here. Uh, then I would like to spin an effort because I have one of those. Okay. Uh, and I would like an ox point, please. Okay. An ox point it is. Uh, who is this one from? Y'all are, I love that y'all are burning up. Y'all, seriously, <laughs> I just want to point out what a huge difference the aux points have made. So thank you so much to everybody who is contributing and supporting Streampunks because y'all are actually changing the outcomes a little bit here and giving them a shot at this. Uh, so that was from Rogan. This one's from Leo Ambermain. So thank, thank you, Leo you. Ambermain. Um, that's going to reduce the difficulty down. So this is, who's playing Kimmy? Oh, man. I Caitlin's like I want to go. It's, I Caitlin got shot, so Caitlin wants to go full dino in somebody's face. Um, okay, so fifteen down by one. So difficulty is four. You need a twelve or better before you do anything else. Uh, that's just from the ox point. It should be down to two. Was, it was there was an effort, an ox point, and an asset from the new ability. So you should be at that. Sounds right. Yeah, two. So six or better. So currently. six or better. I'm very grateful for that because I wrote an 11. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So, yes, Let's out go. and about. Out and about. A, she is going to be able to hear you. So, um, that's... Oh, man. That's wild. Okay, so, with an 11 roll... So, okay. So, Kimmy, you hear the sharp whistle. What is, uh, what is the order? What is like? Is this like an emergency whistle kind of this, deal? That this knows? is a, this is an emergency whistle. This is a, this is a someone's been injured. Take them back. Um, gotcha. I I know I know that I can't fly on Kimmy, but I'm hoping she can at least nab uh, Joe and get Joe out. This is in Zach's head. He's already accepted. I'm not making it out of this, but you are getting back to Silver Creek. Okay, that's bleak. Oh, <laughs> that's good, baby. I can that's already, I can already tell. I can already tell Chloe. Uh, I can already tell somebody. Uh, Clover, rather, is going to be so pissed. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, uh, Kimmy, Kimmy hears the SOS whistle and does a little like snap and shriek, and is going to start uh, arcing downward. Okay. Um. In which case, uh, I'm going to have, let's see, does she, okay, so if I remember correctly, she is large. She is quite large. Kimmy is, I can tell you exactly, she is uh, eight feet tall at the top of her head, uh, and her wingspan is 25 feet. Okay. That should still, Okay. She thick with eight with eight C's and one Q and it's silent. You wouldn't believe where it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. 
So <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing is I'm like, I'm picturing this huge pterosaur basically like flying the Death Star Trench right now. Because to, yeah. to get into the observatory, it is quite the feat to like squeeze into this large space, folding in that wingspan and jamming yourself inside. But I mean, it's, it's with the ferocity that can only be like, if you've, if you've ever seen those videos of a dog that knows its family is in danger. It does not care if it's about to rip its own legs off to get to the person that needs it. And Kimmy, you hear the sharp whistle. It echoes and rebounds off the walls from inside. You just know to nosedive and to get inside as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. um, anybody who would be inside that observatory right, right now would be shrieking in horror as they see a pterosaur <laughs> slam into that opening and start forcing its way inside. It is big <laughs> enough for you to squeeze in. <laughs> You were, like yeah. huge beak snapping. Yeah. If you were any other creature, <laughs> there's no way you'd be able to pull this off. You would have to be a small mammal. Um, other, uh, but dino, like it's no way. But you're a pterosaur, and you manage to sort of nose your way in. One head after you get to the crest, you manage to jam your body like in the, there. The little tiny little hands at the tips of the belly yeah. of the wings and like there is a terrifying, I'm sure. Um <laughs> yeah, I would say in that particular moment, Ozzy, you whip around because you're seeing this. You see Kimmy in a fury. Like big snaps. Uh, yeah, she looks absolutely livid, like full on predator mode right now. The scraping and crashing sounds you hear are echoing all across <laughs> the observatory, and you see her jam her way through all that 30 foot and catch herself with a quick glide and collapse to the ground. Kimmy, you slam <laughs> into the ground and just pick yourself right back up. Yeah. Um, Scrap you see like the familiar so sight. You see the very familiar sight of Ozzy. You know, not not food. Yeah. When you see Ozzy. Ozzy um, seems chill. <laughs> yeah. But you also see a corridor in, ahead of you. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say right now, you'll be able to fit into this corridor, but it's a tight fit. Yeah. It's going to be a terrifying, like, horror scramble through the... Yeah. Yeah. This this is basically the Halloween game for my NPCs right now. This, <laughs> this is... Uh, my, my NPCs are going through their Halloween special as they see a dinosaur is going to come scrambling into this hallway coming after them. Um, okay. So you are going to, I'm going to say you use your entire round to essentially mm -hmm. get into the corridor itself. Yeah. So Zach, you are going to see her make her grand. I mean, everyone, including Dahlia <laughs> on the other side of the door can hear her coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, at that point, I would just like to yell at Clover cover fire. Cause I, I do see Clover firing the gun, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm begging her to just, Shoot at these things so they don't shoot Kimmy, please. Okay. Um, all right. So Clover is going to basically use her turn to do just that. She is going to open fire. Um, and kind of is laying spray so that the it's not it's it's indirect fire. Yeah, it's I just I just want to keep them from firing at the big thing that entered the room. <laughs> um the, here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and say that she can do she can do minimal cover fire because the, the, the problem is that Kimmy is just too big <laughs> and is taking up yeah. so much space in that, in that area that it's, it's just it, like, she's not able to like really adequately give cover fire as much as yeah. like, so, but yeah. Um, every little bit helps. <laughs> every, every little bit helps. 
Okay, so she is going to. I'll, I'll say that I'll I'll count that as an asset. Woo! Yeah. So that there's a little bit more of a defense to what's going on. Um, oh my God, it's just, <laughs> just total chaos. Um, <laughs> all right. Hey, when you have a whole team who is not equipped for any kind of combat, we gotta get crafty. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That is fair. Um. If okay. only somebody warned us about this. I know. Um, all right, so that's going to be the end of of that round. So this is going to be oh. you, you, Joe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so you see all of this madness taking place. The dino that's trying to smash her way into the corridor. Um, God, and Joe didn't like that. Joe was like, Joe, 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 very afraid of dinos. Hasn't, hasn't come up quite a bit, but uh, yeah, that's not, not doing great for Joe right now. Yeah. And um, I, I got to stress this to you as well. Uh, this is a dino that looks like it has absolutely lost its shit. It is in total <laughs> protector mode. Mm -hmm. So if you can't imagine a livid pterosaur that is twice the size of the corridor trying to barrel down the corridor towards dad, that's kind yeah. of what's happening. Yeah. Not great. Uh, so Joe, I think doing her best is going to scramble back up and back. So the thing she caused this security issue with this panel. Um, I don't think she trusts herself to try to get anywhere else without getting hurt. And she does have a tiny bit of help from uh, being covered by Zach right now. So she's going to get back in there. I would like to attempt to use this panel and to use scramble machine on the security protocols like if i can find like Ooh. she already tapped it like she was already there it was it theoretically is the last thing that's up it, I, I want to try to scramble machine and Just at the very general? least so so scramble machine you can render one machine within short range unable to function for one round alternative you can hinder any action by the machine or someone attempting to use the machine for one minute i want to attempt to hinder the security okay of this building that's the what i want to try to do okay of of this of this at least this quarter what i just access what i just set off okay um, i want to scramble the security system okay uh that's that's pretty awesome that's really tough mm -hmm. uh if you're gonna try to gain access to the entire security system is and this is just a spend right this is a spend so i'm like this is, i'm doing something weird so you let me know if you need me to roll and i will roll but mm. i'm trying to just um, use an ability i have to like actually it's got real stats okay effects okay i'm gonna go ahead and say why don't you go ahead and do the spend? Okay. And then here's what I'll do. I'm going to I'm going to do the spend, but I'm going to do a GM intrusion. Excellent. Phenomenal. But I'm going to treat this a little differently. I'm going to trade. If you are willing to accept the GM intrusion, I'll give you the XP, but I'll also let this succeed, but it's going to be different. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to have all kinds of effects. Phenomenal. That's great. Um do is this a is this a thing where I get to give someone else an XP? Yes. 100%. Um, Zach is is protecting me with his body. I'm going to give him my other XP to Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> um, and because I'm getting a GM intrusion, what I try to react with it. Again, I will continue to have a hindered. I will have one step more difficult. Because no, not this circle. time. Not this time, yeah. You're good on this time. So you're no, no, no. I mean, I'm saying because I'm getting another intrusion, however oh. I respond to this intrusion, that's just how this thing works. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. You're, you're, if yeah, I have, 
and new intrusion what however i react to it, it, it i'm gonna have okay cool there. yeah gotcha mm -hmm. all right so <laughs> um all right so so the security systems immediately as you gain access you start causing a shortage to happen um as that is happening it basically the way i'm here's what i'm going to do i'm going to say the gm intrusion is all of the droids in this room are going to immediately realize you are tampering with the security systems and you've aggroed everyone awesome. so zach you can see their targeting protocols have completely changed keep in mind that two of them are getting their turns back this round so target protocols change and all four of them start, including the two that uh, are right behind Kimmy at this moment, all of them start locking onto Joe. Joe, you do not shut down the security system as much as you bring the console online right in front of Ozzy, who just used their Ocean ability to find out how to shut down the security. The only yeah, problem they saw, was they saw Ozzy code, did... Right? Ozzy used their ability to find out how to shut down the security, but the problem was they couldn't because there was no power to the consoles out here, and you just delivered the power to the consoles. I got you, buddy. So it comes to life in front of you, Ozzy, and you see a dusty version of that holographic projection that you had seen before in your vision appear, and you remember immediately the sequence that he typed in in order to start shutting down the security protocols. Uh, that is going to be your whole action. The, because it is a gym intrusion that you accepted, what that yeah. means is, is your speed the, to dodge what's about to come your way is going to increase by one. Yeah. So yeah. all, all four of these droids are going to open up on you. Yeah. Um, quick, quick. What's up? Quick question. Yeah. Zach positioned himself to be in front he did use his turn to set up. Uh, that is true. Um, because the droid. So he, here's the th here's he, what I'm going to rule. Okay. If you, I see what you're trying to do. Here's what I'm going to rule. The droids would not just senselessly fire into you if they couldn't shoot her. So what we'll say is, in a moment of drama, you see all of the droids target her, and Zach, you put yourself between. Since you decided, you declared that that's what you're going to do. You put yourself between her and and them. They're going to open up now. The one that is still impaled on that solar chainsaw is going to be at a penalty to hit. It's going to be at decreases because it's not going to be able to aim properly. Uh, but they're all going to open fire. Uh, Zach, the first two are going to be shooting essentially at you, and because you've elected to take the fire, um, I'll. I'm going to say that if you choose to roll speed defense, I'm going to roll to hit Joe. If you choose not to roll speed defense, Joe's not going to take any damage from these two attacks, but you will. All right. No speed defense. I just have my shield up. Okay. Shield up, um, which is uh, damage reduction, correct? Your armor. Is that right? It gives you an armor rating, I believe. Asset on speed defense. Asset on speed defense. Okay. Oh, cool. Never mind. No, 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 no. Hold on. That's going to change the narrative a little bit because typically speed defense is ducking and weaving. If you're using a shield and that's being calculated as sub speed defense as a narrative, then it counts. So Woo! I'm going to let you use your shield speed defense to try to protect. This is oh. the benefit of being Captain America, man. Like if you're using that shield for, for defense, you get to use it. 
if you're not what i was ruling was is if you were ducking and dodging clearly you're getting oh, out of the no. way and they're going to shoot her <laughs> but if you're putting yourself in front and the speed defense is calculated by the shield then you get to use it so, all right yeah in that case um that's going to give you an asset so you are going to be rolling against a target number of three so you need a nine or better okay there's ox points and there is you guys are running out of ox points but i will say you are using them wisely this is the good yeah this is we got yeah, yeah. everyone has been looking using at the class now use it um i'm gonna use an effort okay. uh, and i have a, i have an edge in speed does that help at all yes uh yes cost less mm -hmm. it's gonna cost less Much okay less. so okay you can use an ox point if you want to use an ox point yeah and, and i'll use an ox point thank as you well. <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, so that drops it down to one. Mm -hmm. I rolled a nine. Yeah. Okay. Good spends. Uh, good spends. <laughs> so that's going to spend both of their attacks on you. Ooh. Um, they are both going to open fire, and both of their attacks are essentially going to be nullified. So your shield is absorbing plasma as it's slamming into the shield. You can feel it getting ultra hot on one side. And it is blistering up against your arm, but it holds, surprisingly enough. The other two are going to open fire as well. Um, this is going to be another speed defense check, except for uh, they are not penalized. But it's going to be, I because you get a speed, again, that shield's going to give you an asset. So you're going to be able to, to roll against both of them. Thank you, Sam. Um, <laughs> however, I am going to rule that the first two counted as a single roll. You're going to have to roll against both of these guys. All right, let so, me pull out. Right now, you need a nine or better, but you need to roll it twice. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't think I should spend effort I again. I don't think I can spend effort uh, again, can I? It's on, I this, on I it. It's a different roll, isn't this? This is considered uh, yeah, a different roll. A different roll. Yeah, so you can. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the, the risk, there's risk in spending effort. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, that only cost me one, but I am now down to 10 speed. Uh -huh. Ooh, okay. Um, let's see. Um, ox, I, don't, I feel like I'm taking all of them. No, you just, it's, it's, well, it's, it's up to you. Because keep in mind, Cynthia is locked in the room right now with the level seven arch villain. <laughs> so, you know so what? She might need him too. You guys are down yeah. to about two ox points left. I am. Go I'm gonna leave those for Dahlia. No, that maths out though. One for you, one for Dahlia. That's true. That's true. Combust them if you have obtained them. That's true. I've got. I've got enough points to maybe take two shots, two or three shots. I. I don't think that Dahlia is tanky. So Yay! I would rather I would rather get shot than Dahlia get shot. So, uh, so here we go. Um, Nine or better. I believe All right. I spent one, so six or better. Oh, I rolled an 18 on one okay. and, a, and a five on the other. Oh, by one again, by one. By okay, one. so do you have any armor? You do have armor on, though, don't you? I do have armor, yes. I am wearing a... Uh, wet weave heavy armor oh okay so we'll need don't worry about this now but we'll need to track that in the future because when you wear heavy armor that all effort costs two additional points to spend oh okay because uh it goes up by one two and three so it's it's if you're wearing heavy duty armor 
it's actually gotcha. three additional points to spend for effort because it's so heavy. I am so sorry. About no, that. it's okay. Don't sweat it. This is like uh, again, we're just according. We're <laughs> learning the system, so yeah, you're gonna... don't, don't sweat it. It doesn't. We're, we're, we have a great scene happening right now, and Zach's doing what Zach does. So that gives you an armor soak, I believe. Of if it's heavy, it gets three. Is that right? Uh, yes, it, it was my pride dice that came through for me. Oh, right on. Well, I bled cis die failed. Well, <laughs> um, the good news is, is because you're wearing heavy armor, you take one point of damage as you get shot up. Um, so that's gonna that's gonna wrap your round out. We are now getting to the last person of this. Uh, oh wait, this is yeah the last. Last round of this is her on the other side of the door right now. So she narrows her eyes for a second. And she goes, oh, very good. And then she looks like she's about to move towards you. As your back is to her, you can feel her. It's like Jason Voorhees is coming up behind you. You know, you're like trying to get in the door, you know, trying to get out as this thing is getting closer and closer to you. When she stops and goes, it's here. And you hear this noise behind you. And nothing else happens. That's the end of that round. No death, no injury, no nothing happens. At the top of the round, whoever would like to go first, um, <laughs> either one of you, whoever would like to go first, but you're essentially going to get the door open if if this is if you're going to keep at it, Dahlia. You'll be able to get the door open this round. Yep, that's the plan. Okay, so the, then your action will basically be getting the door open. You don't have to roll for it anymore because there's no impending death. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, Sam, Ozzy, you are you run over and deactivate the security, and the moment you press the buttons and it starts powering down. You glance up and for a moment you think you're back in your vision that you just had because there she stands again. Right in front of you. She lab looks coat? at what's that? Lab coat? No lab coat. But she looks at you curiously and she goes. Fascinating. Yeah, I get that I a lot. I saw you standing in this very spot. A hundred years ago. And here you stand again. It was two minutes ago for me. What a curious place this is. She extends her hand and says, Hand it over. Don't delay. Don't excuse. Don't try to postpone. I'm giving you one chance. Hand it over. Or die. Eric, do I still have my action? Yep. I don't know if you know me the way that Dahlia knows me, but the whole no excuses, no talking, that's really not what I do. Um, I think we talk this out. I think we figure this out. And I think we wait for all of these nice little robots and everything to shut down before we have a nice, calm discussion in Thrall. Okay, so that is an auto. That's an ability you just get that's to do. That's my ability right? for the for the lockdown uh, okay. concentration spell. But yeah, just keep talking. 
Filibuster, the ability. Um, you, I think, I think it's fair to tell you this. It is absolutely not working on her. You see her inch closer to you as you continue talking and you feel the growing pressure as you use your enthrall ability. She inches closer. Um, at that particular moment, though, dashing up next to you, almost shoulder checking you, is Orega, who grabs you by the arm and says, you can't beat her, let's go, and starts pulling you and dashes, pulling you violently, jerks you into the hallway and like rounds the corner. You see too, that clever little bastard, as he shoulder checked you, he's holding your device that was in your bag as he's dragging you along. You all see this crashing around the corner. You see he ducks underneath the wing of this pterosaur that is scratching and ripping the things up and destroying all the droids. Zach, you see the guy that threatened you outside of Silver Creek hand in hand, like at this point has uh, Ozzy's hand and is pulling Ozzy, holding the device, running towards you. He rushes right past all of you. How he is moving as quickly as he is. Ozzy, it's all a blur to you as you're being pulled along. Um, it feels like the corridor is moving. Not so much you running. It feels like the building is just moving past you. He screams as he rushes past all of you and says, everyone follow me, follow me. There's no stopping her. As he rushes right past and as he gets to the room, as the door is open, he freezes as he sees Dahlia standing in front of him. And he goes, oh, fuck me. As he spots you, you see fear in his eyes as he slams on the brakes. Um, and his action is going to end there as he comes to a stop. But he is screaming at everyone to follow him as he's running. Uh, but he stops as he sees you, Dahlia. And that's going to be uh, that action. You are now, now everyone's together at this point. Everyone is in the corridor. Uh, what would you what would you guys like to do now? There are the androids behind you are currently shutting down because of Ozzy and because of Joe. They're just going. It's not stopping Kimmy, though, who is ripping apart their bodies. And you see jumping over the body. You just see Clover chasing after you guys going. What what is happening as she runs up to you guys? Uh, Zach's just going to... Uh, a lot is happening, Clover. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, I was just saying, there's a lot that's gone on, Clover. Like... Zach's going to retrieve his chainsaw uh, sword. You pull it out. And he's just going to yell, Butterfly! And run towards... Um, run towards oh, the right? gentleman. Okay. <laughs> His reaction is he lets go of Ozzy and runs into the room that Dahlia is in. He can, just, I, can I grab the, the device from him? Uh, you can make the chance. Yes, you can try. Um, I feel he's ledger made for that. <laughs> yes, I'm going to use that ability. Okay, you'll be... Um, no, the, I think that's faking it, though. Hold on. Yeah, you can you can make him think that you have it, or you can try to make him think that you have it. Yeah, no, I actually want it. 
But there are, uh, as as Sam has learned, there are some NPCs that actually have abilities that kind of just flat out be like, no, <laughs> because it's kind of what they do. So what? Oh, but Sam looks okay, like. Okay, but which of us has a, the decoy? Legendeman would cover Indiana Jones. Hot swap. I do have the decoy. I'm gonna talk to this guy. I, hey, man, like I don't, I don't know who you are. So keep in mind, the scene is is that he is running past you full tilt for fear of his life. So any attempt to talk to him is going to be as he rushes right past you. He's nuts. <gasps> but also keep in mind too, the room he's running into is there's no exit. I'm gonna uh, wait for him to calm down a second as he runs in. Okay. So he rushes past you then. And by the way, Zach is hot on his heels. Yeah, and I'm, that, I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm swinging as soon as <laughs> I can. Zach is gonna rush past you as well. As this happens, the other Dahlia enters the corridor and simply throws up her hand. As that happens. Clover reaches all of you and turns around just just in time to reach all of you. And you see this strange plasma energy wall of force emit from her hands and block Kimmy off from the rest of you. She just holds it up, just kind of seals off the rest. And she looks at you and she looks right at you guys, all of you, and says, give me the device or you all die now. Oh, I think that'll I think that'll change Saxon. <laughs> yeah. And so we see this person and they look just like Dahlia. Yeah, they're floating off the ground. They're not touching the floor. Their voice also sounds slightly modulated. Like it's being spoken through a speaker of some kind. Joe, give me the device. Just, just like, give, just give me the device. Come on. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. It's and no I, it, hiding this anymore. It does take her a second to catch on, but then she pulls out the decoy and hands it to you. Okay. Here, is this what you want? Give it to me! She shouts at you. Stop! Her no, don't give it to her! No, let, stop! Let go. Stop! Let my friends go. <laughs> you may all live. Hand me the device. Let my friends go, and then I'll give you the device. Dahlia, you, you can't. Just listen, let them go and I'll give you this. You could do whatever you want to me. You could pull me apart. You could disassemble me. I don't care. Let them go. There's no way out of here. None of you, she gets cut off though, because at that particular moment, each of you is suddenly aware of a brilliant bluish white light that explodes inside the room behind you. <laughs> As you see this huge force of energy just open up behind all of you. Anybody who glances back, you see Orego look at everyone. He's holding the device in his hand and you see this rippling wall of energy. And he says, last chance. And he looks at you, Ozzy, and says, bring your friends. You've got two choices. Stay here or, and he steps into the wall of energy and vanishes. <laughs> Joe looks at Ozzy like, what? You have moments to decide what you're doing. Oh, you're muted. Did he bring the device with him? He took it with him. Son of a... 
And there's nothing I don't. Dahlia at the end of the hallway seems to be catching on that what is being shown to her ain't the real thing because the real thing just did what it did. Run! <laughs> <laughs> I throw I throw the decoy at myself <laughs> and I start running. <laughs> can I? I can. I want to. Okay. <laughs> if Dahlia's throwing the decoy, I can make it explode midair, and I would like to do that and then follow. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, what does that do? It just causes an explosion? So I have Shatter. Um, oh, nice. And, and uh, I've flavored it that she only interacts it with tech, um, but it's uh, uh, causing the detonation of an object you choose within long range. Okay. It deals one point of damage to all creatures and objects in the area okay well the good news is kimmy is completely protected yeah <laughs> yeah a huge wall of force um all right so that thing detonates and it seems to catch her by surprise and in that moment joe before you turn in that moment as the explosion goes off you see her skin ripple and as somebody who is tech savvy you and clover both glance at each other before you start running because it is digitally projected holographic exterior like hard light she is using some kind of camouflage this dahlia to perceive or to give the impression that she is something else but it is tech that she is using whoever this is and you see it ripple across her body for a second as the explosion goes off and she throws her hands up I'm very glad that you said that I, I, because I would like for two things to happen. Here. Okay. One, I would like to use the distraction of the shatter to give Kimmy the command to flee. Okay. And I would like to pull out my bow because now I know that there's tech involved and I would like to do a shut it down attack. Uh, okay. You can totally do that. Just so you know, she is a difficulty mm -hmm. seven NPC. So you are you are going to be. That's what you're going to have to contend with. I I um, the reason that I want to do this is I'm hoping that I can shut down whatever this force wall is, so I can call uh so I can call my drone back to me. Oh okay. Um, in that case, uh, well, so it's important to note that your drone would be able to get into this hallway, no problem. Kimmy is behind the opening of the door because she was attacking the other two. Uh, the other two drones that had surfaced behind Clover. Okay, so I'll, so that's easy enough to Kimmy just command can, it. Okay, okay, so Kimmy could get out safely. The drone can come to me safely. Yes, because um, it's sort of a split through the doorway. So she, okay, Kimmy will be able to get out, and the drone will be able to get in. Okay. Yeah, it's just that Kimmy can't get down the hall to you guys. Okay. But uh, make, um, make a roll difficulty level three to see if Kimmy knows that you're changing the command to flee. Because right okay. now she is pretty dead set on kill, kill, kill. Is Does this include my free asset because we're so close? Yes. Um, I'm going to say it counts against because you just gave her a command to yeah, come rescue you're you. You're right. You're right. You're right. So you're it's going right. to be a flat roll of three. So you need a nine or better. Oh, and we are boy. wrapping up, so if you want to spend that point, point, you, you want to spend that last ox point, you certainly it, can. I, I rolled an 11. I'll just okay, I'll, just take I'll it. Live with that. I'll All right, live with that. Kimmy, uh, incredibly, you're being told to leave now. <laughs> so she uh, uh, snaps about it 
and shrieks a little bit, but she goes. All right. You both crashing out just as this little drone comes zipping in past this Dahlia clone. Uh, and if I could, I'd still like to take this fuck you shot as I go through uh, the, 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 yes, the portal. You can, you can take the fuck you. Okay, so uh, let me get let me get a snapshot. Is everyone deciding? No one's deciding to stay and fight. Everyone's deciding to follow into this portal. Joe is going wherever okay. Ozzy goes. Or, yeah, wherever Ozzy And goes. Ozzy's going where that device is because Ozzy's pissed. <laughs> okay. I'd like to note that I'm missing out on my date. Yeah, <laughs> you, right. you you gotta stop calling it that. It was four Tyrannosaurus Rex coming to kill. You know what? We'll talk about it later. You fire off the <laughs> shot, Zach, and you turn to run. And you like you see your companions disappear, their silhouettes disappearing. Um, everyone looks hyper scared and afraid, except for Ozzy, who looks really like. When when Ozzy reaches the person on the other side of this energy field, they're gonna get strangled. <laughs> like so as you all dash towards, you take one last look behind to see this thing that looks like Dahlia is advancing quickly. You see her eyes flare up. You see the facade drop as she's advancing. And in place of Dahlia, you see a Similar in build, this sort of organic-looking white plastic armored skin that covers the entire surface of this uh, fem-presenting bot-like form, except for the face is completely jet black with two glowing blue eyes. And you see it like skin just kind of evaporates and folds down as hard light begins to shift from a holographic projection down into the exterior of what looks like some kind of force field. It's tech you've never seen before. It must be Sati. You, you, that's the only thing you can figure looking at it. And one by one, you all vanish, leaping into this wall of energy, except for it's not a wall of energy. As each one of you leaps into it, all of a sudden, your world twists in front of you, and you feel yourselves folding and being pulled. What you expected to be jumping through this hot energy field and into a new room somewhere maybe in the facility instead it feels like being dropped from height into the surface of a frigid swimming pool and the portal itself feels like ice breaking across your face as you crash through it and there's this sickening nauseating sensation as all of you find yourselves surrounded by this purplish nebulic dark cloud and then you are being pulled through a tunnel. Your body feels like it is disintegrating and reconstituting all at the same time. You feel yourselves starting to sort of get stretched and pulled and then reformed. And then you all wake up in a pile on top of each other with smoke lazily drifting off of you. The first Ow. thing you guys can hear is your breath is you're just Catching your breath, catching your breath, catching your breath. You're laying on what seems to be a catwalk of some kind. So it looks like it might be the interior of the facility. So you glance up and notice that there is a ramp that goes down into a large open area where the floor is no longer this metal futuristic looking stuff. In fact, it looks like just glossy concrete. Your eyes are kind of adjusting as you're looking at the blurred shapes but what you definitely see is 
wobbling to his feet, you see Rego slowly standing up and reacting as all of a sudden you see a bunch of other blurry forms come charging into the room. And you hear Orego utter some kind of swear as he turns around and with expert, deft, quick hands, slides the device right back to you, Ozzy. He just, just take that. And he puts his hands up. And one by one, you see a row of people get squat down and you hear the clicking of what you think are weapons as you see people assuming what looks like a formation. Ozzy has his hands up. You hear footsteps of someone walking towards you all. And as you're getting your bearings, you see the people in front of you look different. They're wearing what looks like black tactical armor, looks like thick, thick, heavy set vests. And clearly they're holding weapons, but these black rifles, you're not sure you've seen their make before. None of you have any idea what you're looking at in this room. The tech here looks something like what you guys had back in Silver Creek, but not quite as polished or refined. And as everyone's trying to get their bearings, Ozzy, you catch your breath in your throat because parting through the crowd of people that are currently squatting and aiming weapons at you, you see a woman stepping forward. You've never seen her before in your life. But she's wearing a skirt and one of those weird neck things. The jacket. She takes a step forward and she goes, You son of a bitch. You just opened a sealed recursion. And that's where we end tonight's game. Well, I'm sure this will have no repercussions. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be awesome. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. None pretty whatsoever. Cool. Woo! Happy <laughs> That's going to do it for us tonight, my friends. If you could please uh, join us next week as we go right off the cliff. Stay tuned for the credits and get a snapshot of what to expect. And until... Next Monday, we will see you whenever and wherever we are. Oh, I was hoping you were going to give us a clue with that. <laughs> Have a good night. As we wrap up today's thrilling recording on Predation, remember that you can catch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST. Explore a diverse podcast library. From the $2 creature feature to pest control and beyond. Dive into our rich archive, featuring everything from the eerie mysteries of ghosts and werewolves to the epic adventures of Star Trek and superheroes. Your continued support fuels Althaven's journey, so please consider supporting us on Ko-Fi to help create more shows like this. Join our lively Discord community to stay updated on upcoming Haven events. Until next time, keep exploring, keep listening, and keep the Haven spirit alive. Thank you for being a cherished part of Althaven.